start the show. I got one. Is it on? <laughs> are we, are, are we doing sorry, the intro? Last week. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Legitimately, sorry. But yeah. we're, we're, we're about to start an epic journey. Mm. Brent doesn't know if today's halal guys is agreeing with him. Yeah. Deep inside his gut. <laughs> deep inside his gut right now. <laughs> there's a conversation going on. I'd be happy with shitting right now. <laughs> I'm afraid it's going to be the other one. You, so you think it's, you, you it's, really feel like you're going to vomit? It could happen, but I don't know what I would throw up because, I mean, I ate like... Hours, hours and hours ago, ago. yeah. Mine was just bile now. I think, it's are just, you hydrated? I'm sweaty. I'm on weird. I'm on a weird sleep schedule from being in Nashville. It's uncomfortably warm in here. It made for a good show up until the last, you really started to fade there towards just, the last 10 to 15. I'm but Robert De Niro facing right now. I just don't feel good. Yeah, he definitely looks like Robert De Niro face right now. You need, need to hydrate. So I'll do the hard, I'll do most of the heavy work. Today we watched Over the Top. I mean, we hardly watch movies on here anymore. Right. But today, we had Over the Top on, and it was excellent. And we actually talked about it a little bit. A little bit. Uh, not a lot. Uh, but it was good. We, we covered, I think, literally everything. We had Laugh Man uh, <laughs> making friends with celebrities and oh, yeah, going that good. route. And we had some porn reviews. We're, we talked about a, a new venture of ours where we're going to do some, some literal stepmom porn and keep it literal. Keep it literal. Uh, keep it literal. Um, Give it to your stepmom. A couple porn adventures and talked about your, your travels. It's a good one. And I think we're going to let it in there and not go crazy on one of our intros for the first time in a while because he does look a little peckish and a little bit white over there. I just need to get in, like, my car where there's cold AC. air blowing I think you do. You, you, you have the look right now of when you're so, like, you're at that level of drunkenness where, like, uh-huh. one more would do you in. Yeah. And But all you really, it's like, but you're always out. Right. You're always out, you're at a football game or bar or a concert, and you you want more than anything in the world to be at home in right. front of an AC or in your car in front of an AC or just in your bed with a fan on, but you can't, you know you can't get there. That's what you look like right now. Well, the car is very close. The car is close. But that's assuming, like. assuming I make it close to home, i got to stop at the grocery store for things that are on the list. I'm getting some BioLite, that is for sure. Oh, I'm stocked up. And i got to stop, too, for some Reese's sticks. So with that, <laughs> and, and you'll find out why later, WFUCK! <laughs> Step mom! See ya. Follow. Well, I'm very sorry, okay? I'm dealing with a little crud left over from the weekend. You're just going to have to deal with it. It's getting, I think it's getting better, but the lingering cough has been frustrating. I, I will concede that. You've been partying hard? I did break the um, did you break the spell. Did, I went. I didn't see an Elvis video. No, it's just a shitty Murray State game, so I, it was a lesser opponent, so I chose not to. I don't start watching until the playoffs. I mean, I know <laughs> how you roll. <laughs> Usually. Um... Now, Friday night, I, I played some cards that didn't well, mm. and of course, you're surrounded by food and liquor and beer and pretty much whatever, and I said, uh, I looked at the calendar, and I started counting days, and I was like, oh, today is day 60. I can't. You should have gone for 69. Just, Why? Just because. That's weird. I, I went 60, and I just <laughs> felt like I can't I can't do it on Friday night, so Saturday, I, I cracked my bottle, and I... I I'll be honest with you. I didn't enjoy it. That's that's what's funny. I, I I sat there, you know, I'm watching football. I poured myself a little cocktail. Yeah. And I waited till about honestly about ten thirty. So it was late. I figured you know do it like a, drink like an English lord. You know, have a cocktail right before bed. You know that was like mm-hmm. their, for them that was like a sleeping pill. 
But I had I had two I had two decent sized snifters and then I just felt like frankly speaking, fucked up, but not like fun. Mm. If anything it was more guilt at having gone so long. Is Hennessy something that you would consume regularly before the sixty day period? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't know that. It just seemed like an odd thing I, to, to go for. No, I, I love cognac. I like really good cognac, and I think Hennessy's good cognac for the, for what you have to pay for it. But, mm. I mean, I I was I mean, if you're looking at, like, a, a most drank list, mm. you know, top trending, it would have always been vodka. Well, I, I, but, I, I, but cognac is... They don't I, sell vodka. They don't sell... Well, I, my, they my, don't sell cognac my, by the sleeve. So my point, I, yeah, well, they do. <laughs> well, you have to buy the E&J or the shitty ones. They're not even called cognac. It's just brandy. <laughs> you cook with those because they're fucking gross. But I just felt that if I was going to break the fast break this 60-day uh, chain, I was going to do it with something, one, that was good and tasty. You know, that stuff's like $40 a bottle. It's not cheap. So I would have thought, I mean, maybe it's just me, but I would have broken it with, like, a really high-end, like a high-west whiskey or bourbon or some kind. Like I think the Hennessy's on par with the, if, I mean, it's just Hennessy we're talking about. It's the world's, like, original cognac. I mean, it's not, I just, I don't, it's, I, it's I don't very know, tasty. And I don't even know if I can identify what cognac tastes like. Mm. Like I mean, my, it tastes a lot like whiskey, but it just comes from grapes. It's a little sweeter, but it doesn't have a sweetness. When it's smoother, but it doesn't have doesn't have the characteristics of a bourbon. You know that hard, right. that hard oak. It doesn't have the peat of a scotch. It just you're, sits real smooth. You're noticeably fairer than your average Hennessy drinker. <laughs> see, that's just see, that's just a misconception. There's plenty of plenty of white people that enjoy okay. Hennessy. Plenty, plenty. I mean, again, it's not like you become Hennessy. The, the largest exported cognac in the world out of France, which is in a very white country, mm. just because I didn't even know that. Because for rapper, I guess for the for those who you drink Hennessy, it's a social status thing. Again, that's all about like, you know, the bottle's forty dollars. If you're if you're from the hood, you're more likely drinking Midori, or you know Burnett's vodka that you get for four ninety nine a handle. So when your homeboy is like, ah oh, shit. It's hand dog, Hennessy, you know, doing all their bullshit. Then you're more, you know, I, I get it. Yeah. But I don't think that makes, oh, man. It's on. Oh, man. It over, was all building to this. Over the All 70-some-odd episodes have been building to, to Sylvester Stallone's classic Oscar-winning <laughs> performance. <laughs> over the top. Interesting enough, Oscar-winning, but not Oscar-nominated. Robert Loggia is in this too. He's yeah, got. He's oh, I know. I'm just saying he's yeah, great. He's, the, he's absolutely uh, wonderful. Shitty father-in-law. Well, he's not really shitty. You know, you have to look at it from his perspective. Yeah. His his moneyed daughter mm-hmm. runs off with this nitwit mm-hmm. truck driving Sylvester Stallone. Well, he does exercise while he drives. Yeah, and they have a kid, and then he just disappears or whatever. Michael. Who eventually rips the sleeves off. Michael of looks like a little... I always thought Michael was just like such a little bitch. He looks like Demi Moore as a boy. <laughs> he does. Wait till you see this. And you're like, that's fucking Demi Moore. This whole thing's a fucking fake. With a sleeveless... This is all Fugazi. They had to, they had to cast a very young Demi Moore <laughs> and wrap her tits up. Yeah. And she, she's in this movie. But yeah, from the dad's perspective, this guy just ups and knocks his daughter up and then leaves. Like, what do you... How would you... And then he shows up now and they're like, the kids' graduation from military school. Like, yeah. 
Well, I, I like it when the kid rips his sleeves off of his, his dress coat, so he's got a sleeveless dress coat. Mm, so yeah, because that shows how hard yeah. you are right out of military school. <laughs> I always think about when I see these military schools, and I was watching Toy Soldiers a couple weeks ago, and I just kept thinking of those Sopranos episodes where they're threatening to send AJ to, yeah. to military school. And I love when he goes for the interview, and the guy that's interviewing him is the dude from Saw. Mm-hmm. He's the he's the... I don't know what they call Sergeant Major of the whatever. But yeah, I can't imagine AJ in the army. I wish they would have gone that route. I kind of wish AJ's storyline would have been better for him. They put him with a stupid hat. It's not even one of those. And he passes hats. out. It's like a yeah. It's like a, a looks, high school band. Well, he hat. looks he looks like he's leading the charge for Napoleon. <laughs> it's, it's a very dated just high top crying. hat. Yeah. Just, just like a little bitch. <laughs> but I always thought like if I could do re- redo some parts of the show. I wish AJ's storyline would have gotten more compelling because we already yeah, have a yeah, character. Like if he would have died in the pool, that would have been... That would have been really interesting. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They could have pushed the show a lot of different directions. If Tony had killed Carmella. No, so you can't do that. But you can send AJ off to military school and then you think about it. They had everything to work with. Right. The show Within the show's timeline, 9-11 happens. Mm-hmm. They go, we're at war. You know what I'm saying? They got these oh, the yeah. FBI. They could have easily have grown AJ up a lot and sent this man to Iraq. He comes home fucking the, the kid, the little sheepish turd mm-hmm. that lied and drank and did all that dumb shit comes home like a battle, like scarred, yeah. PTSD, and now he's kind of hard. Yeah. So he wants to get into the dad life. A little bit, but he's also kind of fucked up. Yeah. Probably drinking problem. But there's this point of pride for Tony because his son's a, his a, son's vet. a vet. He's like Michael coming home in yeah. The Godfather. He's a veteran in the family. Like. Mike. Look at his. Tell me that's not Demi Moore, man. Demi Moore. It I'm is, telling 100%. you. I think I think it's a, this is a Hollywood. We need to, we need to push this conspiracy. <laughs> this is a Hollywood conspiracy, and that. Demi Moore plays Sylvester Stallone's son in Over the Top. Well, Ooh. I'm giving it maybe a 10-year gap between the making of this film and Striptease, which means that she sprouted <sighs> strip tease in a body so really good. fast. So good, that movie, man. It is <laughs> underrated. Have you really not seen Striptease? I've stri- never seen Striptease. Really, really good movie. And I'll tell you, the only reason it's good. I mean, mm-hmm. and it's one of these films where if you remove one element, one actor, one yeah. actress, it goes from being really good to being poor, like really bad. <laughs> and in this case, Burt Reynolds absolutely oh, yeah? m- kills in this film. He plays a dirty Republican senator mm. who's out for coups and does weird shit, like covers himself up with like Vaseline before he goes to a Christian fundraiser and he's like walking in his suit and feet looking all weird. And his guy's like, what are you doing? I'm covered with Vaseline. <laughs> it's all the way from my hips. Down to my toes, and in my, I can feel it squishing in my boots. And he's like, Senator, you know, he's like, you're out of. So it's just wonderful. Because you would enjoy like a body condom. Like eventually the Vaseline's going to soak out of the clothes, and he's going to look like a moist person. I'll let you watch the film. Because I think it really, they called it at the time like uh, career turnaround Mm. when he did Boogie Nights. Right. So what he, so I, I believe. This move, that movie came after Boogie Nights. I could be wrong, and of course we have the the Googler at our at our disposal. But I think uh, he apps he apps yeah we'll let Fact Checker Hickman handle that. It's good to see him, by the way. You yeah. saw him? Yeah, we, we saw him at the party. Oh, that's right. I forgot that. We had a birthday since, party since, for his uh, young daughter, yeah. which was weird. That was a weird day. <laughs> Why was it? Well, I was talking to his father-in-law on the back deck. Mm. You know, and there's all the, it's a little two-year-old kid party, but there were a lot of adults. I didn't really know anybody there other than you, and I saw some. Then you see the old guy parked next to the Nuggets 
shooting eyes at people eating. He made me feel guilty for the second trip to the Nuggets. <laughs> I finally just had to say fuck it because I don't know who this guy is, but I want a third tray Poor of Nuggets. Kind of heavy set glasses. I was an old man. He, yeah. I wouldn't say heavy set. He was just an old. You know, some men get fat. Like a belly. But on he was. Yeah, yeah. But you wouldn't like that. Wouldn't I'm be the fairly, defining character of him. I'm fairly certain that that <laughs> is Lauren's grandfather. I don't know. Maybe or her stepmother's father. Got it. One of the but he was just sitting there, and I noticed it wasn't just me, so I felt better about it. But he was just. I don't know if he was just in a zone, mm-hmm. tranced out, staring at something that was near the Nuggets. But he, he just felt this vibe. But anyways. I was on the back porch eating nuggets. Hold on. Before you continue, funny story about them, real quick. Okay. Them along Killing with... Killing my vibe. Them along with the majority of Lauren Hickman's family all are all Auburn alumni. And at some function, maybe like when Miles got baptized or christened, some, or maybe it was her first birthday, I don't remember. At some function, they were there, <laughs> and my grandmother, my dad's mom, just kind of walking through the room, and somebody makes mention of the fact that like they all went to Auburn, and her reaction was, "Ugh, it was just <laughs> my grandmother." Nine yeah. Oh, of course it was. <laughs> like I, just, I shouldn't have even asked that. Of course like, it was. It happened, and like their the look on all of their faces was just like, "Well, that's kind of rude." And I was like, "Have you no tact? <laughs> have you no tact?" <laughs> Well, no. Auburn. I mean, it's, I, I, feel, I, I feel nothing here. I, I, I feel nothing because I'm the guy. Who is that? <laughs> three times in a row. Like, and, it, it, and it was, listen, yeah. it wasn't like three times in a row over a period of three years. Right. It, the, all these events were centered around your second child being born, and they were right. all happening incrementally and very close together. Yeah. For like, the- I saw her at one event, and then two weeks later, I saw her now, and I remember thinking, I hadn't seen this woman in years yeah. and until I came until I came back. and pretended pretended to work here that was one time right and then but the, and that was another funny story <laughs> but anyways I was like yeah I don't feel any sympathy at all for these people because I'm like <laughs> Miss, I'm Mr. I don't know you yeah that's the best for like three three times in a row who is that yeah I'm like really you yeah. just you just saw him a week ago that uh, is weird but <laughs> so anyways, well, that's good no, eyeball getting eyeballed at the nuggets yeah so I went outside on the back porch and I was talking to uh, fact checker Hickman's father-in-law, mm. and I heard a swerve, and then I heard a horn, oh, yeah. and then I heard an extremely loud crash. And I, the first thing I did was turn. What's her, what's her father's name? Rob. I turned to Rob. He probably doesn't want to be any part of this. No, and we'll just we'll just Rob, blank like it's AA. Hi, yeah. Rob. Uh, <laughs> I turned to him and I said, uh, "That was bad." That sound, like, I, I knew, like, just the sound alone, it was bad. Mm-hmm. What I didn't know was that it was, I assumed two cars, and I'll tell you why. Maybe you can help me out with this, because I heard a horn. So I, I assumed, I, I don't have this, I don't, when I hear a horn, I don't think motorcycle. Right. But when I, I heard it, and everyone say it was a motorcycle, and then Emily got caught in it, so I walked, I was going to walk down. I, I got out after I got done talking to him, and I, Put my tray down and I walked down as Emily and Jeff were driving up. I'm calling them, trying to tell them, yeah. like you said, they could go around, you right. know, because the road was closed. I was trying to get everybody right. in, and she was shaking her head and they were like, "Don't go down there." She answered her phone and I was like, "Well, it just makes me want to go down there." I'm not. I know it's like the, you know the gawking thing, yeah. But I want. I had heard it. I'd been like one of the first people. I felt involved in this. Right. I was like, all these people, these witnesses, they didn't hear it. Don't go down there. Oh, is he not wearing a leather jacket? <laughs> yeah, like it's not. Yeah. But I got down there and they were they were putting. They were doing their work. They were putting the putting the work in. The few things I was, you know, I'm talking. One of the guys said he didn't see, it, but he came right up on it. Uh, the horn thing. So the motorcycle's coming down the road, mm-hmm. 
towards the neighborhood like we did. Right. We were going to turn left into the neighborhood. Right. Uh, the neighborhood across the street, a senior at Blessed Trinity, by the way, I don't know if you heard that news, mm-hmm. was the one that and the other person involved. So I don't even know the what that person is. Yeah. So a senior, which kind of makes sense and also is kind of sad, but a senior at Blessed Trinity was taking a left the other way mm-hmm. and turned out in front of this motorcycle. Mm-hmm. And I, th- that's when I thought, do motorcycles have horns? Does he have that kind of reaction time on a motorcycle to hit a horn? I don't know that they and do. If, and if the horn was hit, was it the teenager? Like he, And why would he hit his horn? Because they said the kid pulled out in front of him. Right. The, the truck pulled out in front of the, the bike. Is there a possibility that the bike was hot-shotting and just going to shoot around now, the truck? And I, I, I was asked that, too, having mm-hmm. been down there. And I'll say, I'm no expert on, you know, and, and they did this, by the way. That's why they closed that road, because I said, I think this guy's dead. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm pretty sure that he is dead based on what I saw. And I'm pretty sure they're going to they're gonna, they're, I know they're going to close the road, because then they bring out the investigators. Mm-hmm. And they piece together. They have to do this intensely because someone's dead. This is going to be a big deal. Right. And someone asked me, well, could he have been going so fast that the kid didn't see him? And I'll say, I'll, I said, I'll say this. The, the sound of the crash definitely indicated really high speed, really, really high speed. But where the dude was laying in connection, what are you, what are you looking up? Um, I, was gonna, I, was gonna I, looked, I, I did this myself. I couldn't find anything on it. But I didn't know the area well enough to get specific. Okay. But I'll say this. Like I would, my imagining would be... That if the, tr- if the bike was going in inordinately fast, like exorbitant, excuse me, exorbitantly fast, because I think that what is it? That's a that's a surface road. What is it? Thirty-five, thirty-five, forty, forty at most. Yeah. So let's say assume he's going fifty. So he might be speeding, but it's not the kind of speeding that's going to get you a ticket most times. And I'm and at fifty, it'll make that kind of noise will happen. Mm. A motorcycle going fifty, a truck sitting in the middle of the road, it's going to make some oh, noise. Yeah, because it's but, like a country road, even though the posted speed is forty, people haul ass. Yeah, on that road. Uh, but my thing is, I assumed if he was hauling ass, he hit the the right front end of this truck, and I would assume if you were going so fast, you would be propelled hundreds of yards. Taylor, when he was in his accident, mm-hmm. he just turned his bike down to avoid. A crazy accident. He laid it down, yeah. and he still slid hundreds of yards. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This guy, and that's you know, it just kind of came to me. This could be the problem, but he wasn't very far from the accident. The bike was laying right there, near, somewhat near the truck. I'd say within ten to fifteen feet, mm. and he was no more than ten feet from the bike. Mm. Now, having thought that, this is the first time I've come to the conclusion. He could have very well just face planted and gone right into the curb, and all the motion stopped right there, yeah. and hence the death because he basically turned into an accordion. Mm. So I don't know, but it was it was a bad. He's definitely scene. dead. You yeah, know. they her according to to R, mm. who would only was to keep taking letters off incrementally. According to R, he he died at the scene. Mm. They did try, they tried everything, but he was dead at the scene, mm. which is interesting because there were so many people watching. I think they kept on doing compressions just for. The look of it for those people around. <laughs> yeah. Oh, All right. God. Okay. okay. <laughs> just stop. He's, he's shoot. There's blood shooting out of his nostrils you're, and, and you're mouth. Not helping. Anymore. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Just, we get it. We get it. It's just turning. He's turning into mush now. But Let's yeah, stop. that that's a uh, that was you know a weird day to celebrate a two year old's birthday and to know that like right there. It kind of messed with me. Not messed with me. I didn't lose sleep. Yeah. That's a good kid. We should do that. We should do like a, you know how like the dueling banjos or dueling pianos, you see those like old vaudeville shows? I'll play that song underneath this story. We should just, we should just both, 
I say we do it, but you can't make out any words. Like Eddie Vedderit. How do you feel it? It's a great song. Though. Well, yeah, and it's about Pete Lake. Someone died and someone, someone yeah. was born, sort of thing. Although it was a birthday and a motorcycle. Day. I remember that a dolphin song, too. Can you hear the dolphins cry? I don't know what I don't know up in me. The one that got me into the it. band live was I Alone. The, I alone love you. I alone damn you. And then I felt weird when I was like, There is not the end of no, no. I felt weird when I was like, I like this band. And then I saw the music video and he he has he's completely bald other than a very mm. long ponytail. Like a like a Buddhist monk sort of hairdo. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't I don't know how I feel about this guy. <laughs> I, I gotta take back my my like now. Yeah, well, <laughs> I never really, I never really like. I I loved like when it was CD burning time. Mm-hmm. I, I was very cherry picky when it came to live. I don't think I ever downloaded an entire album. I just picked I the songs that I enjoyed. Copper, which was the album? I, I still remember that 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 uh, title art. Yeah. For that album, I still see it, it pretty green, clearly. Yeah. Like a dude, like a weird looking dude with a big jaw. All right, so let's jump back from that. <laughs> We got a little morbid there. We brought a little Carrie Martin well, in the show. I do want to know, before we completely jump off, I do want to, like, what happens to the 18-year-old BT student? Is that manslaughter? I mean, they'll look for culpability. I, mm-hmm. You know, if the kid had a vape pen with some THC in the car, you don't know. Yeah. You don't know if he had a day beer when they played golf. You don't know anything about it. I would think it would have been a bigger story if it had been Blessed Trinity Senior found with bag of weed and DUI causes mm. accident yeah. that kills motorcycles. I think we would have seen that story. Yeah. But then again, I mean, enough money, you can buy anything. It's a Sunday afternoon. What's the likely? I mean, I don't know. It's not- it, it just messed with me because it really was like I was listening to that guy die. I didn't see it, mm. but I heard it and knew instantly. I, I, that was the words out of my mouth. That's bad. Yeah. Like, and knowing that that... Yeah, it was bad. And then finding obvious, out it was a motorcycle. Was it obvious what part of the truck he ran into? Yeah. yeah. Like I said, you can literally, you could, tr- mine's view, the, the, the view of the accident, you could, mm. pe- you could literally piece it together. Because what you saw was the truck pull out left, and you saw, so that would have blocked the motorcycle's lane all of a sudden. Right. And then you saw where the motorcycle tried to correct to the left to avoid the truck mm-hmm. rather than going off the road in instant death because there's all those trees and, and everything right there right. he had to swerve left it was his only mm-hmm. option and you could see where the momentum hit him on the so if you're if you're in the truck mm-hmm. if you're the kid he hit the right front quarter panel and just exploded it so the front right end of that truck your right side in the, in the driver's seat mm. was just so mashed his, all his swerve to the left to go behind the truck was was pointless. Not behind it. He was trying... All right, look. I, this is a visual just to help you. Yeah. Hopefully, I've explained this <laughs> enough for that others can get it. Trucks or, or motorcycles coming north mm-hmm. on that road, the windy right. little road. Right. Neighborhood was on his right. The truck starts to pull out right here to go south mm. the way the motorcycle is coming away from, right? Okay. So as he pulls out, this guy freaks, does his horn. Someone does, the horn comes into play here. Other than like a Groucho Marx style, I don't think motorcycles have horns. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but I heard a horn, which yeah. makes me think, well, I know I heard a horn. Yeah. I don't know who blew it, but I heard a horn. But so yeah, as the truck's pulling out right here, okay. the motorcyclist tries to do this to go across his front. Yeah, I get it. And the speed, and the, you could see where it was just never so going to happen. I thought the truck was coming from over here. No, the truck, the, this truck purposes. was pulling this oh. way. 
<clears throat> motorcycle is coming like this. So it mm -hmm. just, and then see what I'm doing? Yep. Try to do that. And you can see where the right front end of this truck was just exploded and mm -hmm. it was bad. And I, honestly, I, I, it's weird what you think about when you're watching a dude literally being, he's dead. And you know they're trying their best, but he's dead. And he was mm -hmm. a big boy. Mm. It was not the prettiest CPR. They don't, I mean, that's one thing you have to think about. Like, I think about when I die, the poor people that are like, there's another one, throw this fat stiff on the table, and it just, everything's just out. Your fucking balls are just flying. You just shriveled, nothing, dead dick. It's just like, it's just floating in a sea oh, yeah. of hairy, crusty old balls. Yeah. And you're stuck. And you probably have food on, because you're dead. You probably puked, yeah. or you were eating something. <laughs> so there's like maple syrup and vomit and bile yeah. on you. Yeah, your dick will never look worse and like you're, you're, that is, when you're on you're, yeah. <laughs> a slab. Slab. When you're on the slab, it will worse be, your dick it will ever looks. It, it, it will turtle in a way that it has never turtled. Yeah. It's as if it knows. It retreats into itself. Have you seen the gif where it's like a, it's a very obese woman who that trips and then somebody oh slices the gif? It, it's just a... It's just a pig carcass getting thrown on the ground. So like you oh. see a woman trip, and then it just it, you, it's just pig flop. But it's it's the perfect transition. It's just all that jiggle. Yeah, it, it's one thing you don't think about when you see CPR. But that he was, he was a big boy for to be on a motorcycle. I mean, I'm not mm. say, I'm not sitting here saying he was super fat, but he was more than our plump. Mm. And they were doing the compressions and just blub everywhere. And I just it was tough. I just thought like, man, I heard that. It's just weird to think, but um. Yeah, that happened. And then, I mean, other big news. This is actually fun news if you want to get off the morbidity and our our, uh, our our delve into crime scene investigation as it pertains to vehicular homicide. You're, you're really looking for it, aren't you? I just want to know if there was... It's odd that there was no... Yeah, I agree there was whatsoever. nothing. Right, I agree. Like, you can't even find just a Channel 2 man died today. But again, you're in... I mean, people dial... Look at, look at the news cycle for a local newspaper today. I mean, shit is happening everywhere. And then, and to think that, like, you know, an accident on that road, I, I just believe that I, it might not have been reported. I don't know. But and I and here's the thing. I don't know that the dude is dead. I'm only going off what someone who lives in that neighborhood and would be much closer to the scene and right. the people around there would know. And if the kid was leaving his house, yeah, if the kid was leaving his house and he lived in that neighborhood across the street, it yeah. seems fair to reason that the, the neighbor, you know, come on, dude. If there's yeah. a fucking dog that gets out in our neighborhood and it doesn't have a leash, <laughs> no, I swear to God, I'm on here. I got a new segment idea mm -hmm. so we can transition off this. Mm -hmm. New segment idea. I have this thing that Leah's got us on called Next Door. Have you yeah. ever seen this? Yeah. And I'm sure many people have it, and I know there's other variations. There's different ones, right? The shit people put on there, and I know most of the time it's just old, concerned people who are always home, right? Right. The shit, it is so, I'm just going to start creating a file because it's actually better than our current format, which is like, hey, look at the headlines. Oh, we got the barbecue lady. We'll get to her in a little bit. Right. That kind of thing. Yeah. But the, it's just amazing what people will will banter about, right. will bicker, really argue about. <laughs> and then like, I'm like, you want, it's better enough if y'all do this on Facebook. Like this, this is an app designed to help you. Right. Like if you get a package on your front door, you can say to a neighbor mm. or you probably just text message somebody. That's probably not the best platform yeah. for this but there's this is this, hey, this is here for neighbors i have valuables on my right. front door would one of would you go one get of you it for me well, that's not for this but <laughs> this is a, this is an app that says you know hey suspicion in the area loose dog mm -hmm. there's a fox there's you know whatever it's but it just morphs into this just hot zone of retardation 
Terry Funk is in this, I bro. Know, I did not remember that Terry Funk's in Terry this Terry Funk is in this fucking movie. I'm going to fucking arm wrestle the fuck out of you. <laughs> what is he? What is he? I heard you coming. What? I can't remember the line now. I heard you got balls big enough to come in a dump truck. <laughs> you don't look like much to me. <laughs> But anyways, yeah, I'll start bringing in some titles for what they argue. But that was my point is you figure if people are, are gossiping on that type of thing, there would have been word about this because people mm-hmm. would have been stuck in that traffic for hours right? or you know, whatever. They Somebody knows somebody knows somebody. So it felt mom got it from Ruh mm. that the, and it, the details were too, 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 I won't say superfluous, but they mm. were good. Yeah, an 18-year-old was driving a truck. He's a senior at Blessed Trinity. The man died at the scene. It just all and having seen it, I was like, yeah, and heard it. Yeah, I was like, I'm pretty sure that guy's dead. So he was laying in like a funny way, like a like a dead person might be. He was dead. Yeah. I mean, he was dead. Mm-hmm. They were doing their best too, mm-hmm. and I think that's what I'm saying. Like people were standing there, and they're. I think every it's one of those weird visceral scenes that you just don't see. Like, this day and age, we don't see it. Thank goodness the driver. I mean, I want to be, I'm not trying to be super deep here, but I'm just saying it is kind of legit. When you're watching that happen, mm. and you you know with a very high degree of probability that's a dead human being, mm. off the top, that is jarring for yeah. your everyday person. Right. Because, like, we live in a society now where everything is compartmentalized. Like, death's <laughs> taken care of quickly. You can have a, a loved one in the ground in what? Hours basically, or cremated and dead in yeah. hours. A couple days. I'm saying the process can really be as fast as it needs to be, but right. I'm saying we have dis, we have blinded up to a lot of things. That, Tony that, Soprano could have them in the ground in a couple yeah. of hours. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could have someone cremated in hours, yeah. no doubt. But I'm just saying we, you don't see that. Like you're a soldier on the field, that's why they have PTSD because right. that became, you know, a part of your everyday life. I was seeing that, and it was just, it's, it's, you watch people in that moment, and that's what I, all I'll say about it. I was looking at the people more than I was looking right, at the scene. Right, And, because that's more interesting. This is interesting in that it's death, and it's sad, and it's terrible. Watching the reaction and seeing, like, you had people, like, hold, strangers holding hands, mm-hmm. and you know that there were prayers going on, and that, you know, I'm not here to bash that and that sentiment, you know, pray as you want. Right. But it was just people watching something they that they know. <laughs> that they know is gonna well, yeah. But they also that it's just that it's that it's such a succinct example of what right. you hear all the time about you just don't know, right? Because I was like, we just parked. Yeah. I mean, I'm not driving a motorcycle. Right. But I, it would have 18 year old. I mean, he's not a good driver if if the scenario works out that he just pulled out in front of this guy and killed him. Yeah. But it wouldn't have stopped him from pulling out probably in front of a Prius going 55 because I know I wasn't going 35. Yeah, it does <clears throat> the whole scenario does seem odd? Like, how did you how did you not see that? I don't know. I mean, the bike was red too. It wasn't like it was. Yes, it's like how did you? And it's a big dude. It's not like yeah, it's a big man on a little a little talking, red bike. We're not talking a Japanese guy on <coughs> on a crotch rocket that's been yeah. camouflaged at night. At it's night black with no lights on. We're yeah, talking about a big dude on a red motorcycle. <laughs> it's not like a sharp curve right there. That's nope. a blind spot. No. Nope. Uh, a lot of things don't add up about well, it. I agree. The more we talk about it, the more I'm convinced that this was the doings of YOLO, bro. Oh, no. Listen, <laughs> it's a little dark, isn't it? And that, like, because YOLO, bro. Oh, bro. Bro. I mean, he was going 70, bro. Oh, bro. He was going so. Like, I'm <laughs> cracking a beer, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I just see. Oh, I'm shit. cracking a beer, bro. 
<laughs> I ride with the six, okay, bro. I get fucking bored in traffic. Okay, man. I'm gonna say this because I don't know it's true. I don't know if this is true. Mm. But there was a man. They said that the the man at the scene that was just standing there like holding stuff. They said that he was like one of the first people on the scene, and he looked like Yolo, bro. <laughs> and I'm gonna describe him in a sense. But he was doing really, like he was trying his best. I don't know if he was the kid. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he was someone that jumped out of one of the first cars. Oh, but I know man. that like, he was the guy that was there. And I, they said he had started compressions because it took the co- that's another angle of this to me mm. that I need to it the response mm. time was absurd mm. when I found out how close that nearest fire station was because when you pass mm. it on the way to that neighborhood you don't see it because yeah, it's, it's tucked it's, in but it's, it's on, on the, the right same road. it's right there it's less than a quarter mile now they could have been out doing other things it's on the same road it's the kind of distance where if you like drove past it to my parents' neighborhood and saw somebody walking, if you immediately turned around and drove the other direction, you would see them there on foot. <laughs> yeah. It's close enough to where it's the kind of, you get impressed when you see someone has covered ground like on foot. You're like, oh, wow, they got far in the amount of time I just drove down and turned around. Like, yeah, you could you could walk there. No, I mean, what do you mean you could? It's it's less than, it's, it's, very, like, very it's like a third of a mile. Yeah. it was. It, we got around the other turn on the way home and we were like, there's the fucking fire station. Yeah. But now, I did say, like, maybe they were on a call. I don't know. But the response time was incredible. So this guy was out there, incredibly bad, not right. incredible. Right, So he, he must have been out there for a hot minute doing compressions and doing whatever. But he was wearing the, it was the look that just just defined my 6th through 10th grade year mm. that was popular, right? It was the oversized baggy, but not super baggy jeans. Mm-hmm. White, like really, you can tell he cares about his shoes. Like Converse, right. not white, like not like a nineteen sixties Converse either. Like the old, like white, all white shoe. Yeah, you could, you could, from a distance, see chains on the outside <laughs> of a of a blue of a blue like crisp. Oh. Listen, a blue crisp polo, polo that had been ironed, yeah. like an iron. And it's polo. not fitting. Not a fit. No, it's untucked. Yeah, it's it's a big, un- it's a big, it's polo. A big polo. It's untucked. I can visibly see chains yeah. with short cropped hair yeah. that I didn't see dye. I wasn't looking for it, but I didn't see it. Like the Eminem haircut, not the Eminem hair color. Like he most certainly had a black and mild in his pocket. I don't. I don't. You know, I didn't see him smoke it, but I know like, it's there. Chances are, if you got close, eyes maybe a little bloodshot. Yeah. So I'm saying, yeah, he had a YOLO bro look to him. <laughs> You know? Like, he's a medium, but he's wearing an XL. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> oh, bro. Bro, I mean, I was, shit, bro. I was, I was rolling a block, bro. He come driving by, shit. Bro. My dad's going to flip the fuck out. <laughs> he just bought this car. Fuck, bro. He just bought the truck, bro. Fucking. Guy drives a shitty bike anyway, supposed bro. supposed to be seniors for life, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Senior year was, of course, a big deal to YOLO, bro. <laughs> Again, I said it last week. That is the one thing I hope to impress on my kids. Like, high school doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, how do you... But you don't really, like, shove that point home. They have to have their own experience. Yeah, no, that's I, I never... I never... I remember clearly, before the sixth grade, my mom... I think my mom... Could have been my grandmother, but I feel like it was my mom bought me a book. And it was like what a cool hit parent was giving their kid before they started the middle high school years. How to masturbate? No, it should have just been like that. That's the real book. Like that should have been like I've seen one of those up books. Front. But you know where we were at in the in that point I've in our, in our, our lives. My friend's dad who gave it to him because he didn't know how to have a sex conversation and what's in that book is not is not accurate. No, of course not. But it it was just a book about how things are gonna get weird. And it was kind of like, you know, 
it, it, you know what it was? It was like a youth pastor mm. without being overtly Christian mm. in any way okay. was just giving you the cool speech about what's going to happen. And that often meant it was going to be some of the real shit. Like, you're going to start to grow. You're going to start to stink a little bit. You got to worry about your hygiene. And it was like, then you're going to be kids, and there's going to be, like, cliques. And it, like, broke down the societal, you know, archetypes that everyone deals with of that stuff. But it was just kind of like a fucking, you know, really tame version of events. Like, everyone goes through this, and then we all come out. And I was like, no, what do we find? Yeah, everyone goes through it. Mm -hmm. You go through those years, but not everyone comes out. Yeah. That's why the people love that new meme or whatever, that video where the... It's like a comedian. I've seen some of his stand-up. His stand-up is terrible, but he's making a name for himself with internet videos where he's the guy that never left his hometown. He's like a skinny dude, and he wears like... He's like, what's up, bro? He's basically YOLO, bro. I'll, I'll, I'll find some of these videos. He's like, let's get some of these white claw, bro. Let's claw it down. Oh, I've seen these on Facebook. He's a, his his stand-up comedy, no bueno, but these yeah. videos are what he needs to focus on because that's where he's, he's hitting. Yeah, because of social media, we now have a lot of um, self-labeled comedians where it's like, eh, you're not like... Well, the one that comes to my mind, and I have no hate for him at all, it's just one that comes to my mind, is that Country Mama? Southern Mama. Southern Mama. Yeah. And you did you do any reading on this? No, his, I was going to say his videos are good, but I've seen... They're often spot on. I've seen clips of his stand-up, and it's, and it's like... Well, it yeah. doesn't. It doesn't. Doesn't translate. It doesn't. Yeah, like. Because you can't. You can go up there and do country mama for an hour, and yeah, it's going to work with the it's right crowd. The opposite of you had to be their comedy. But let, let me walk you through this because this is interesting. Because I, I just saw. Uh, well, not just. It's been a few months, but he went up to some. Um, they did a, what do you like a South by Southwest kind of format, mm. but with comedians, and they did it in New York City, and the booking crews they they tried to pull what was hot from every corner of the country. So Country Mama guy, his name is Daryl something, I can't remember. Yeah. They have him up, and he goes out and stood and causes all kinds of controversy by saying that he doesn't really feel like he has to explain. Uh, it was basically the most unwoke. To these woke people, this leftist <laughs> wild room of what I'll call, these are the, the wrong type of leftists. Yeah. They were trying to say to him, like, let me, let me try to phrase what he was doing. I don't get it, bro. Like, are you transgender? Or? Yeah, he was basically trying to say, like, I'm not. It's not my job to police, or to say to to. I to, like to, the idea of the woke college person's confusion over the Southern Mama character. Yeah, I don't know if it was confusion. I mean, he did say something stupid, so I'm gonna leave it to the. Right. If you're listening here, fact check it, Brian. I'm in, I'm in both agreement with him and a little bit of disagreement for the way he handled it or for even taking it. You know where you're going. If this is about your career, yeah. maybe. But here's the thing: maybe it was a good move. Who knows? But it was just weird. So he gets booed off the stage, and the black one of the black comedians that is in SNL. He's a he's a small bit writer. He's been in a few things with. Uh, Red? I don't know what his name is. He's a young guy. I, I saw that Connor for real mockumentary they made with Andy Samberg. He's in that. Mm. Uh, anyways, he like confronts him in the back. They have pictures and videos of this shit, and you know that's not his audience. Yeah. Now they they cut away during this little show they're making about him to his um, his BPH his manager <laughs> and his manager's like I don't care we're making this is gonna be huge and he's like look at what we've already booked for two years yeah. after that mm -hmm. and with the publicity like, nothing hurts it always helps right. but he says this guy he's like he doesn't mind that he's pigeonholed as the new like cause he, they reference the, the blue kings of comedy the uh, right. rednecks of comedy or whatever those guys and yeah. um, they're saying he like they had a really good comparison for him uh Larry the Cable Guy, yeah. that kind of audience. He's like, that's his audience. He's like, he sold out shows in Branson. 
which is Missouri, which is where every redneck thinks heaven <laughs> is in, it's like Branson is heaven. When you're in Why? when you're in Pigeon Forge, this is funny. So yeah. I went to Pigeon Forge one year, and we're I'm in the pool, there's this hot tub of this nice hotel, mm. and these people are like, I just oh my god, I can't wait. They were like traveling. They had stopped in Pigeon Forge, which is already a Shangri-La for most rednecks, right? as a stopping point for their ultimate trip, which was to Branson. And they were just walking out there. They were talking about the trip and everything. And I was like, that sounds like just absurd. Like, <laughs> and then you go online. Go online and look at like Branson attractions. I mean, it's a redneck paradise. What, what, is, what is special about Branson? I, they do like big over the... It's like medieval times, but for rednecks. There's like every country act goes there and does shows. There's theme parks. It's like Dollywood. Look, I mean, look at it. It's, just, it's like country music just comes all over some town in Missouri, and they build a theme park they around got a, it. They got a go-kart track. Yeah, Branson is like Panama City without a beach, but a little bit done bigger, I guess. I don't, Apparently all there is to do with Branson is go to this one corner near the highway and ride a Ferris wheel. There's more. I promise. Oh, they have, they have picnicking, and they have... Is that what were we talking about before Branson? I don't want to make this an advertisement. Southern, Southern Mama. Yeah, so he's booked in this show. People are coming to all these, like Cherokee and all these Southern venues. He's selling out. They go to his house. He's This guy, you know, he does those videos he, uh, from a trailer. Right. A real trailer, which right. it was his real trailer. He still has the trailer, only he went around and bought every bit of land right. for a dozen miles, and he's <laughs> built this McMansion on it, and he's got a real like, a farm, and I'm like, that's the day, though. That's I and mean, good for him. Yeah. Like, he found a niche, sell to it. If you don't want to go to do shows in New York, then you want to do shows in New York. Yeah. Let them hate on you from New York while you're living in your McMansion and, and on land that you now own. I, because, I, you, because, really, all you got is a really good impression. Right. And it is. And that's why it sells, because some of those fuckers, I will die laughing at some of that stuff. Because so, it hit, yeah. it, not all of it, right. especially when it runs in, like, for, like, nine-minute blocks, but... Mm. Some of those are so spot on about how the Southern mom particularly acts at baseball or softball games. (laughs) Those are always the ones that get me. Yeah. Where, like, two women are just mad talking shit about another woman, and then that other woman shows up, and like, hi, girl! (laughs) That kind of shit. Like, he nails that. I I think it's a funny concept to me, because he is a man playing a woman, but he has what I would call pretty feminine hair like you keep you, you can tell he's taking a flat iron to it i love the idea of a man who's portraying a woman for for the you know sake of comedy going to a berkeley california or new york and being met by woke college students who don't understand that he's not transgender but are talking to him as though he is Slayer. <laughs> no, bro, it's totally cool that you're here. Like, you know, we're, we support we support the LGBT community. Mm. Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> this gets kind of weird. There, it's like a weird letter. Like, yeah, like so. Where's like, your facilities? Well, which ones, bro? Which ones do you want to use? Because we have like, if, if you want to, if you're not comfortable in the men's room, it's okay here. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, it's cool. We're woke. We get it. You we know. get it, man. You get what? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's good. It becomes an avid, it becomes an avid Kinsella routine in 2019. Though, I Ladies' get it. rooms right over here. If you if you prefer, you know, it's it's all entirely up to you. Now, is this the scene where the mom dies, or what's going on here? I think she does die. <laughs> oh, I know she dies. At some she, point, she rots out. Oh, oh when. shit! Are they trying to steal that kid? Oh, that's right. Yeah, he gets kidnapped. He gets kidnapped by his grandfather. 
That's right. Robert <sighs> just sends out kidnappers. Yeah, that's a weird way to connect to your grandson. As any too. good grandfather would. As any good grandfather would. We'll just. I would. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't really know why. You know, we. <laughs> Where's Terry Funk's in all this? Well, I'm here for your kid. Yeah, I mean, Terry Funk should have done the kidnapping. I think so. He, they probably didn't send Terry Funk because he might have gotten overzealous in the moment, maybe diddled, <laughs> just a quick finger in the bum while they're apprehending, and he can always play it off as an accident, which reminds me, I was in the parking lot. When I do this, you're going to come in a dump truck. It's not a great story, but I was reading the headlines for the news for today's, for today's show prep, mm. and uh, they said that one of those uh, uh, costume people in Times Square got a little handsy with a 14-year-old, a, uh, a 50-some-odd-year-old man a Hispanic-sounding name, and no mean uh, am I trying to... There's nothing in that. That's right. It's TPTO. It's TPTO. We can do whatever we want. But them. Ooh. <laughs> no, we you all... know how. We know how. Yeah, you know how they are. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> I listened to that again, and I was like, I, I mean, we can't edit it. Yeah. You can't take it out. <laughs> and it's just... it's just, I, I explained it. We don't need to get back into that. But this man, this 56-year-old man, was... You want to give a... Take a... You've been to Times Square. Right? Um, actually, no, we didn't go there when but I was But do you know what I'm talking about? It's kind of like when you go to Rome. Oh, you've never been to Rome, neither have I. But it's kind of like when you go there and the guys dress like gladiators, charge you for pictures. I know what talking about. They do it on Sunset Strip in California. Same like. same thing. So what do you... Like, what it's not really Spider-Man. What character do you think... <laughs> it's just a struggle. ...grab character. the 14-year-old's ass? Michael Jackson. No. <laughs> Elmo. <laughs> he was dressed as Elmo. That's a big Elmo. It is a big Elmo. Or a little <laughs> Elmo. Mexicans, you know. Small. <laughs> Is that? I'm just trying to keep in line. Susie Sally's Quinceanera Part Two. Man, that is still one of my favorite. What was I even saying? What were we talking about? Susie Sally. Oh my God! Can you imagine like honest to God Mexicans like getting ready for a quinceanera and they don't? They're they're like distant relatives and like, where are we going? Like, oh, we're going to Susie Sally's quinceanera. What? Okay, Susie Sally. Who names their kid Susie Sally? What's her last name? <laughs> Roberts. <laughs> Susie Sally Roberts? And this is a quinceanera? O'Rourke. <laughs> Susie Sally O'Rourke's quinceanera. There we go. Hey, <laughs> that's a good idea for one of our daughters to have a, to have a, fa- like a, not just a regular birthday party, but we call it their quinceanera and it's like Adelaide Hickman's quinceanera and people are like, like coming through the hotel and they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Those are just white people yeah. in there. Yeah. What are they doing? Oh no, it's a, it's a quinceanera. We need to get a dress for her that's really tacky with really big puffy shoulders and bright pink. Can, can we pull that off? <laughs> yeah. Just over the top. I want the, I want my yeah. daughter to have more makeup than someone <laughs> accepting an Academy Award. Like, how, how can we make, we need floating sheep. Not real ones. Right. Just a few Balloons that look like sheep. What else do we need? Chocolate fountain. Yes. Yeah. We need a chocolate fountain. Like every... Just quinceanera. Mariachi band. Live mariachi There's band. a good one. You could use quinceanera as an adjective. What kind of party are you looking to have here? Oh, we need a quinceanera, this thing. Over the top. Just over the top. Uh, kind of makes me hope that there's a quinceanera and a future It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, my God. Uh, such a perfect lead-in. You're gonna love this because right. it's made my it made my weekend and, and I'm still very excited about it. Mm. So you know I'm in that fan group. Yeah. The which you should join. I would. It's yeah. it's worth it for the memes alone. It's pretty much the only thing I do on Facebook now. Occasionally post and other than sports related, I'm usually on the fan site. But uh, one of the admins convinced or probably didn't have to do too much other than find out the guy had a Facebook page that was legitimate. 
he invited uh, Luther <laughs> to join the group. So Max really? Dad Luther, <laughs> and it doesn't say Max Dad Luther right. on the Facebook page because that would be like, this is not Luther. It's right. the actor's real name. I think his name is like Gregory Williamson Scott or something. But he joined, and he was like actively saying, "Hey, I'm happy to be happy to be the first cast member." So now everyone's going crazy. The thing gets mm-hmm. like ten thousand likes, yada yada yada. Dad, you were gonna take me to Cooperstown? Yeah. Oh, and everyone's like, <laughs> "Can you put something in my butt?" Like, I want to rape you so hard, the room stinks. Of course, some people are just really fanboy, fangirling out. No, it, I wasn't gonna. Keep in fact, some of the uh, some of the. Because this is a lot of the same people that post the best shit. Yeah. And a lot of the really good people that I like were like, hey, can we stop fucking fanboying out for a little bit? How the hell are we going to get Glenn Howerton or one of these other guys to actually join this group if this is how we react when Luther shows up? <laughs> you know? So, but on the original... Meanwhile, he's like, hey, I'm right here. <laughs> well, he was responding to shit. Like, people were sending him private messages and then yeah. sharing the... Screenshotting what he would send back to them, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, but... On the original post where he had said hello, there was some girl. It was early. I caught it early. I was like one of the first few people to see this. And uh, one of these one of these girls says, "Hey, don't don't hold a, or don't judge me, but what episode is he in? I'm having a brain fart." And I was like, "He's been many. He's a recurring character, and he's awesome." Mm-hmm. And then I put like, "Also, I judged you. Take a lap. Pathetic." Remember <laughs> when uh, when Dennis has the basketball team? He's yeah, like, yeah. "Terrible. Take a lap." That's one of my favorite drops in there. When someone says something stupid, pathetic. Take a lap. Yeah. So. I was just being funny, mm-hmm. and you know, people we're all laughing at it, yada yada yada. And Cell Girl says, "You don't need to be in this group." She goes a little bit harder, mm-hmm. but I've seen that in the group. I mean, we pretty much everyone in the group acts as if they're one of the gang as far as their callousness and mm-hmm. meanness towards one another. Does that make sense? It's so like this is not a woke Facebook group. No, not at all. <laughs> like there are woke people in it, but yeah. you cannot be a fan of Always Sunny and be woke. Right. You have to decide. And that's, that's a good. That's a good litmus test for society. You make you meet somebody. You feel like you could be friends. Do you like Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Oh, that show is terribly offensive. All right, well. Yeah, this is not going to work out. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you for letting me know. And this is not because luck it, with the whole Kamala Harris. Maybe, thing. maybe we're onto something here because <laughs> that is a good litmus test. You yeah. can't. You cannot be a lover, not just a fan, but a lover right. of that show, and and really appreciate what they're doing. Right. Because they are woke. That's right. what's funny about it. Right. But they. Like Rob McElhaney will will act. He participates in gay pride parades <laughs> as Mac. And you'll be here, and I'll be at the gay bar <laughs> alone. Alone, yeah. And you, but you'll be here. But you'll be here, and I'll be there. I'll be there. What do you need towels for again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but all that being said, you can't. Well, and the, arguably the end, the final episode from the most recent season when he does like a six minute. Choreographed it was beautiful. And let me tell you, the, the, what's like, great about that is that it is splitsies. As far as if you ask the 90 plus thousand to 100,000 members of that group, and it was hot button yeah. when that came out. It was just as divided as this country is, with mm-hmm. people saying that was the gayest dumb shit, what the fuck did I just watch, <laughs> to some people saying, like, wow, that was beautiful. Yeah. And I was on the wow, that was really interesting television, Yeah. such a departure for them to be so outward right. about what who they really are, to detach right. the show from the show for five, six it minutes. It felt like a very, prior to him, you know, being, you know, kicked out of, uh, celebrity them, it felt like a very Louis C.K. thing to do, like the way he used to do his show. Yeah, because Louis hit you right in the feels. Yeah, it'd be funny, 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 yeah. and then all of a sudden, gut punch with well, something real. Well, the little scene, like, I, 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 little example of that from a Louis that most people will get bored because they want the comedy, but there's a scene where it's like he's done all the funny stuff, all the fucking erroneous, crazy shit that never happens in real life. Mm-hmm. 
But then there's like a scene where he just comes home and there's no dialogue. He's just making dinner for his girls. And that's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And it's this really nice scene of like yeah. a single dad who doesn't know what he's doing. You know that. We've right. seen that this whole episode <laughs> and for two seasons. But he still comes home and like makes a real, like he, they showed the steps and it was a very complicated meal. He made right. like chicken parm from scratch this. or some shit. So well, that I mean, you don't have much to say when you're tired from cranking it out in front of you know comedians earlier that time. Yeah, you yeah. When you violated some <laughs> poor person's personal space by jerking off while you had a scheduled meeting, you're worn out, and you but you have time for chicken farm with the girls. Nonetheless, it was it it was split, and it's just it's been an ongoing debate. But all that being said, I, my my original comment with the girl, she had responded originally the original poster who asked who, what episode, and she's like, you guys don't have to be rude, like for real. And you could tell it wasn't like she was, like, trying to propagate more fun. She was like, and I was like, okay, one, if you're offended, you really don't need to be a part of this group. And two, if you don't know Luther, what did you expect? Like, we were just having, yeah. this is the group, you know. That guy comes in and likes all my comments. <laughs> Luther's dad, M- Luther, Mac's dad. Yeah. Then I sent him a friend request. He accepted it instantly. That's, I'm friends with that's... Luther Max dad now. That's awesome. And I, I said at work, I've peaked. I left. I left from home that day. I was, it was the office. It was like 1130 on a Friday. I was like, well, I mean, there's nothing else I'm going to do today right. that tops this. I, and so I like, I was like, I'm just talking to Luther now. <laughs> I told, I think it was Banks. Hey, can we save sex for one minute? Yeah, sure. You need a message to Luther? No. <laughs> oh. We're recording. Again. Yeah, I'm that, sure we are. That, that looks like just the, the lows that have been collected from like a Bukaki weekend. But like not a... Bukaki, it's like a retirement home Bukaki weekend. Let's make this as gross as we can before I have to chug this down. Are you, uh, have you seen Batman Returns enough to be kind of familiar with it? I mean, if you're talking to me about the masterpiece that has Danny DeVito as the penguin and Christopher Walken as yeah. the city mayor. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. You remember the scene? Oh, God. <laughs> you remember the scene where, like, the, the jestery clown dude acrobat steals the baby and then backflips down the stairs over and over again into the sewer. Mm-hmm. Then he hands the baby off to Danny DeVito who acts like he's rescuing it. Yeah. The guy doing all the back, well, probably not the actual backflipping, but the actor holding the baby is Luther. Really? Yep. Wow. The first time I saw him in Sunny, I was like, that guy, or actually no, I was watching Batman Returns on the heels of watching a Sunny episode and when that clown dude hands Danny DeVito the baby, I was like, that dude looks like fucking Luther from It's Always Sunny. <coughs> I said, what a crazy tie-in if it is, because they're both part of this, like, phenomenon, in, insane TV show yeah. now. You can't really... And so I looked it, it up and was like, yeah, sure shit, that's him. It's pro- he's probably not the acrobat doing the flipping, but right. he is the baby thief Well, in that scene. I try to, like... When the com- when people bring it up, I-, I try to always say like you just don't understand how much I appreciate this show, right? And and, and when you and I have done these types of conversations. It's, for me, it's not just the laugh, but although they certainly are, um, to me, the most creative writing on television. Yeah, some of it at least. Um, but I try to explain it's not just the crudeness. It's not just the you gotta you gotta look at it. But yeah, his name is Gregory Scott Cummins. <laughs> that's that's him right there. Awesome. And he played football. I, he posts some some really great stuff. This is what this is the picture, of course, when he joined the group. He's on set. You know, they're recording. They're, the new season's released at the end of this month. Nice. Uh, so it'll be on FX for those who may or may not want to catch up. But he he posted something the other day. It turns out, oh my god, as if it's meant to be. Yes, he was in Cliffhanger. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Luther was in Cliffhanger. 
We should, wow. We should, we should just we should do a, a Luther marathon and just watch Luther movies like I mean, the month of November. And I'm something. telling you, we could because he's, he's been an actor he, 40 years. Mm-hmm. He's been doing this. Um, it's a brand new stereo. That, you know, if you if you think about how impressive that is to be a working actor, that's your job. Right. To be a working actor, but you, you still could walk the streets. Yeah, like you're not. You're not Patrick Swayze. You're not Patrick Swayze, but you're someone who's made a career. You're Patrick Swayze's brother. Because um, he, he's been acting for a long time, too, and I guarantee you doesn't get approached to that extent. Yeah. You're not John Travolta, but, you know, you're the guy, you're... Uh, you're the guy that everyone knows. Yeah. You're in a movie like, ah, it's that guy. Yeah. You're that guy, but you've well, made like, a career. Uh, the, I, there's a guy in the movie Mallrats, LaFours, the mall security guard. I saw him in that movie, and then ever since then, every 80s through mid-90s action movie you see, he's a henchman. Right. It's like, that's fucking LaForce from Mallrats. Yeah. Like, it's like, like, he's in everything. Yeah. He's in everything. It's like, I have no <clears throat> idea what his name is, but I can, like, sure as shit, he'll be standing next to, uh, what's Howie's name, the former football player who's in Broken Arrow? Um, Howie Mandel? No, that's the comedian <laughs> from, from Dealer No. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Howie Long. Howie Long. <laughs> I just threw Mandel out. Cause it... <laughs> if Howie Mandel is a henchman in an action movie, this dude is always standing like three steps to the left. Hey, it's that guy. Like, Howie Mandel as a as a bad guy would be an interesting movie. He could get he's bald. He's, we he's could get, a I think bald. I think he could definitely play a role in the Western with Jeff Goldblum. Oh yeah. Howie Mandel could make a you know, we could just remake the Quick and the Dead. And we could maintain with, his with, germophobia. With uh, our guy, yeah. we could just remake quick, just substitute uh, Gene Hackman mm-hmm. and just pop in. Well, if you recall, for the Western I want to make with Jeff Goldblum, this is going back yeah. a ways. I want Jeff Goldblum to be the villain. Yeah, I know. So Howie Gene Man- Hackman was the villain in, in Quick and the Dead. So Howie Mandel would have to be like... The guy that pays him or something. You know what I mean? He couldn't... Or he could be another gunfighter that's yeah, like... Because he's not going to be the hero. No. No, you need to see Quick and the Dead because clearly you haven't. I've seen Quick and the Dead. I don't want to remake Quick and the Dead. I think it'd be interesting. <laughs> I want to make a, a unique... With Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. There's no unique Western anyway. They've been done. You we'll can't... figure out a way. I mean, Bone Tomahawk. I mean, come on. <laughs> that's as much as you can do. Cowboys and Aliens. That was... Really bad. I gave that film like 30 <laughs> minutes one night on HBO, and I was like, this is really uh, bad. This is how I knew that Gregory, it wasn't a big deal to get him on the Facebook group when I, I started doing some perusing not long after. He's like one of the first in this cameo thing, the, the B-list celebrities that will like make a video, personalized video for you for as oh, much really? as you wager. Yeah. Like some, like Riff Raff. Is, that's why I know we can get Riff Raff. <laughs> one, because I have a connection. Through my friend does work right, with him, and right. two, because if he's only charging fifty dollars to do a forty-five second video for your birthday, I mean, some people are on Cameo, and is they're that paying. An app? Is Cameo an app? It's a, it's a website. Is Riley I'm sure he, on there? I'm. I don't know if Riley would be on Cameo, but no. what if the he most is I know what you're getting for your birthday. You don't have to. <laughs> oh, a personalized Riley? Oh man. <laughs> Can you imagine? That would make up for all those years of getting calls from Cynthia with, like, celebrities that have long since died. Like, they were actually, they were alive, but they're pretty much dead. Yeah. So it's like, that'd be so much better. If I got a call, like a FaceTime call, so you know it's real or some shit, cameo from Riley Reed, and you, like, you have to get her to say, you somehow, I mean, that would be the part. So you've got Riley Reed. Right. and And you get to, like, give her some direction. Right. 
Here's what I want you to say. I want you to say, like, I love sucking your dick. <laughs> your dick tastes better than all the dicks I've ever sucked. Talk, and I really would love a taco chore on this Taco Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> the, the question is, do you want a personalized video message sent to you that you can watch over and over and over again and show your friends like, holy shit, Riley Reed sent mm. me a video. Or do I want one I can fap to? Or no. no. Or do you want would you want a real live 60-second FaceTime call that you can't record? So you you get that moment and mm. then it's and then it's passed. Or it's like anything could happen. Well yeah, like 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 60 seconds, I don't know what's going to happen. It's a real FaceTime. She could the clock is set, she could flash you, you but more importantly, you get to have a conversation where you're looking at each other and she's saying, Hey, happy birthday, like I'm a huge fan of you naked. And then she says something and then you shoot in your pants. But it's real. <laughs> it happens in the moment. That's that's my question. Like uh, let's let's assume that No, I get that, I got it. It exists. A video I get to show off yeah. where it's pretty much clean cut. And it's like Riley Reed saying happy birthday well, not or whatever. Necessarily. It could be a raunchy 60-second video. The point, the difference is you get you get. But to it's unpersonalized. That. No, it's still personalized. That's 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 where you're it's still personalized to you. Like I hire her through the website, give her your name and information, some pertinent details. Mm-hmm. She makes you a custom 60-second video, mm-hmm. and it's an anything goes happy birthday video. Mm-hmm. The only difference, is, and, and or it's a 60-second live FaceTime call. Where it's like, that's real personalized. Right. The only difference, really, is you, don't, you don't get to keep that one. You get to keep, you could save the other one, well, make copies, put it on multiple hard drives so you never lose it. If they're both raunchy, the married man in me says, I, I probably would go with the, the latter. In this in this scenario, Leah doesn't. Because it's like, it doesn't need to be kept. <laughs> Like I told you in the other day, I, I didn't mention this last week, and I meant to. Mm-hmm. Um, we, were, we were taking those old DVDs and, right. put, and putting them into, threw away all the cases. Right. You know, put them in your back dumpster. Gone. Mm-hmm. Felt weird to do that. Throw all those cases it's away. Fine. I put worse shit in there. Before. No, I'm not saying your dumpster. <laughs> I'm just saying just all those years of movies that yeah. you, you know you used to have on display and walls. Well, and the case at some point had value in your mind. Like, your, yeah, but it's. Never gonna value. Like yeah. I even threw the Mr. Pink case away for Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, How Steve Buscemi. Yeah, it was rough. But we're going through, and Lee's making all these like very impersonal decisions. Like that can go, that can go. And I almost started a fight. I was like, "Get your hands off my shit!" <laughs> and then she's like, "Oh, and I found your little lusty sin." <laughs> I think that's what she said, "lusty sin" or some shit. <laughs> it went very biblical. It's like, and then I'm like, "Who are you?" Well, she said something along those lines. And oh, this is the great scene. This is where in the movie, this is like the Kumite scenes where yeah. everyone's there. There's. I'm gonna go on a limb and guess that that guy's name is Blaster. Yeah. Oh, here, one of these guys <laughs> eat. One of these guys drinks motor oil and eat. Oh, there's Lyle Alzado. That's who's in this movie. Well, Lyle Alzado's in this film. There's the guy that eats <laughs> his cigar and drinks motor oil. Yeah, I I like how these guys psych themselves. There, that up guy was like, in the competition. Like hitting themselves. Like Mick Mick Mars from all of a sudden just joined a fucking arm wrestling event. He's famous. We need to do what they did. You know how in Forrest Gump they put Tom Hanks like in the White House with LBJ, mm-hmm. and they put uh, Tom Hanks in the White House with with Kennedy, and they superimposed him when the black people were finally allowed to go into college in Alabama. We need to Mick Schmear, our Mick Schmear actor, into this movie. <laughs> Mick Schmear definitely would have gone out there. It would have been absolutely <laughs> like, ridiculous. Like, he, maybe, he, like, it'd be too hard <coughs> in terms of the technology. What's Demi Moore doing? 
She's going to find her dad. Oh, she, that's right, because she she hijacks the truck because right. they're not letting her. Right, right, right. <laughs> it would be too difficult to superimpose Mick Schmier onto an actor and have him arm wrestle. I just like the idea of, like, we have him in the crowd. Mm. Like, he's there. This he, is something he does every year. Like, he, he never was, misses a arm wrestling competition <laughs> in Vegas. He was a fan. Yeah. Like, whenever the dudes are on the stage sucking themselves up by, like, hitting their heads and eating cigarettes, he's in the crowd doing it, too. Yeah, like, he's just as pumped. I like the guy that's got an Alka-Setzer shirt on. <laughs> just just repping the local heartburn. Sponsored by Alka-Setzer. <laughs> what were we talking about before this? Riley Reed custom video. Oh, Leah found your... Oh, yeah, she found your, a very old piece of pornography yeah. on DVD. That's when you're like, do you have any idea? Idea what I now, watch on the internet. She she go. I was like looking at it. And I'm dying laughing. Now here's the thing. I know that this video has some A plus scenes on it. Mm. Like the like my kind of women oh, are in really? are in this. Real yeah, estate and it, agents with chokers. No, but there's like a, <laughs> there is one where a, a real estate agent is like sell. It's so. I kind of want to watch it now. Like I want to not the we don't have to sit here watching porn together, but just to see how the scene was set up because it's it so ridiculous. They, they pop it in. They, I have it. I don't want to push this, but I have it. I, I I have said multiple times that we need to watch Pirates, which I have on DVD. Oh yeah, you've been promising that since like episode nineteen. This has a DVD player. We could pop. But it But anyways, in. just to give you the premise real quick of this one, it, she just kind of does it for me. She's got fake boobs, but she still does it for me. But in the scene. It's like this dilap- dilapidated hotel. I mean, like, this is not a property one buys. <laughs> this is something you tear down and you sell for real estate. Sure. So the, the premise was the guy was pulling up to look at the building, and she mm. was the building owner. And then they go and they have sex in this decrepit hotel. And I was like, <laughs> ew. But at the same time, it was just kind of hot, you know? Yeah. Like, just, hey, I'm selling this to me and my husband. And like, your husband, why did your husband have a cock like this? And it's just so yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, it's like, you know. <laughs> but it, it's a, and she goes to throw it away. She puts it in the throwaway box. And I was like, no. And she's like, you yeah. can't keep that. And she gets real mad. So um, I, did, I didn't quite throw it away. <laughs> I'm, you know, it's on its way out. It's on its way out. It was it's in the one, box. It's one that's it just, taking longer I, when I threw When I threw the boxes into the dumpster, it just kind of... Like, you know that Forrest Gump? You know the beginning of Forrest Gump, that feather? Yeah. It's kind of like that right now. It's just kind of floating. It will It will eventually get thrown away. Because here's the thing. But I feel like it's just... It's been sitting in a bow finger case. time capsule. And it, it just—it's going to take me back to a lot of good, yeah. even though to a, a time is, when I was not a married man. Even though there is plenty of pornography on the internet, there, I know. And here's the odds of oh. finding these scenes. Well, here's the thing. Like, here's where my mind there went. There is porn that's only on discs. And I think somewhere. I know you will appreciate this. And I don't—I know that this is too crude. He's probably already checked out. Fact checker, this is too much for him. Mm. But <laughs> other men in here um, will know, like. I thought instantly, I was like, oh, she's got a trip coming up. And this is a, a DVD that I can pop into my PlayStation, <laughs> right? Put it on my sat, put it on my yeah. television. Yeah. Now you're talking about, like, remember Goldblatt when he was Ruxin's dad? Yeah. And both their wives were out of town. They thought they were just going to have fat palaces all day and just be able to <laughs> shoot loads like Spider-Man. <laughs> well, then they couldn't because they both came, and he was saying, right. oh, I get it. You want, the- yeah, volume all the way up. You know, turn the volume up on my own chair, not like in a hovel in a bathroom and they're in a corner of a closet with a fucking sock, like with your phone up to your face, you know, holding it with one hand and jerking it with the other. You get to like sit down, you get to to have your water and you you don't have to rush it. If you're like, this scene was nice, almost, almost, but let's let's just, let's just see. You can actually watch the movie. The movie. (laughs) 
Yeah. That's full volume. And not a four-minute snippet? No. Like, oh, yeah, this scene does it for me. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, yeah, there's no searching. There's no, yeah. There's no like, oh, I like that MILF, but this one says stepson, but I don't believe they're going to say that. I believe she's going to say mom. She's going to be like, come in your mom. Like, And I don't want to hear that because that gets fucking weird. But I really like that actress. You know, like, you have to, that's how you have to prioritize these yeah. things. That's the shit that might make us famous, but porn reviews. Where we have to, like, no, look, I like older women. I just don't want to hear come yeah. in your mommy. Yeah. And I don't like how it's branded. Yeah. I yeah. get that's a, we've talked about this. I understand how that's a fantasy for a, a, a you know, here's a young kid, yeah. dad's divorced. With a hot stepmother. Mary's not even a super hot, because your average stepmom's not super hot. Right. But still has that. In my case, realtor look. She wears mm. maybe she wears businesses. Maybe that door is a little cracked. Maybe you get in your head that she's trying to show you something. Yeah. And in your head, you're building the fantasy. It never happens. She 99. wears the old school lingerie with the garter belts and everything. Right. Ninety nine percent of the time, she, yeah. she's flirtatious with your friends. But ninety nine percent of the time, it never happens. Yeah. But that one percent. Yeah. Like that's a, that's why fantasy sells and that and that. But I just don't want to hear. Say stepmom. Yeah. Just say it. Just say it. Just it's got to be a like caveat when, for when, me. When you're saying, oh yeah, give me that load. <laughs> Say, give your stepmom that hot load. Give your stepmom. We should make a porn. (laughs) It's very literal (laughs) along the way. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm going to come on my stepmom's face. (laughs) Oh, yeah, give it to your stepdaughter. Yeah, your stepdaughter. We're not related by blood. Oh, yeah, stepdaddy. Yeah, give it to me, stepdaddy. Stepdad. Stepdad, yeah. Not my real dad in my asshole. (laughs) Stepmom likes it in the butt. Stepmom likes it in the butt. None of this. None of this. None of this. Ooh, yeah, give it to mommy. That's gross. Like, we should start making literal incest porn. There's got to be a market for it. All I'm asking is that they be consistent with the title. (laughs) Because I feel like if you get me in with the stepmom thing, you're not getting me because of the stepmom. You're getting me because that's a hot, older lady. That's a niche I sometimes like. Mm -hmm. And if I... There's one in particular. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad Leah doesn't listen with regularity. (laughs) She'll get your one. I know. But in the past, when I was, there was this woman, and I ha- and you're going to laugh, because it was in the past. I found mm. these videos a long time ago. But her name was like Jody West. Mm. And she was this, I mean, look it up. She was like, the, this is what I'm talking about, the everyday older woman that actually looks like you might have a chance. And now she's since done some pretty awful breast work. Yeah, I can see that. She's done some awful breast work. But you can see where, she, like, some of these. I'm not a fan of what Google has done with their search. I don't. I don't like this side shit. Anyways, I, I see. Yeah. And that's way too much makeup. Like that's not what she looks like. She's got a little bit of a Sarah Jessica Parker like, goblin go, thing. Go going over on a little right bit. Here. Like that's what I'm talking about. You can tell then she's not super skinny. That's what the videos look like. This woman looks like she could be your boss. That looks like someone you might meet if you went to a fucking NASCAR yeah, this event. Is very much a stepmom next. To yeah, her and she. Scenario. But and in her videos, it's pretty much clear. She doesn't, she doesn't, or at least early on, it was like, it was very clear, like, you know, I know when I married your dad that you thought I was sexy, but we can't do this. Mm. It, it was very clear. Does she have that kind of voice? Dude, turn it on. I mean, you have the internet at your, I don't, know. I don't think Jody West sounds like me. I'm sorry. I don't do a very good no, Jody I mean, West like impression. like the Jennifer Tilly, like I never no, quite, no. I never quite matured past a certain voice sound. No, not at all. Okay, Boy, if I ever yeah. saw Jody West in public, I'd be hard pressed to not be able to walk up and be like, you really helped me through some hard times when Excuse I was me, about 22, right? 23, 24 <laughs> years old. Excuse me, are, are you Jody West? <laughs> 
Is there any chance I could, we could have sex and you could call me your step, my stepmom? <laughs> or hell, let's just say aunt by marriage. Also, here, while we're on this, just because we have this is kind of a slow news week and we want to keep things unpolitical for, yeah. for Brian. Here's one, on, and, and she's done with a scene like this. I don't like them. Because I, the premise of your poem should be, it, the key concept is that it be somewhat believable. Mm-hmm. Like the stranded woman that needs help on her car. Believable. Yeah. That someone might be like, hey, I don't have $400. I have 200 and I'll give you a hand job. That's mm-hmm. definitely happened. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it has to be somewhat believable. Your stepmom getting her hand caught in the... In the uh, what's the thing? In the garbage disposal. So yeah. she calls you over to help while she's been over the disposal with no underwear. With on. no, well, she had that was all she was doing dishes in yeah. was a thong. But now she needs your stepson help because yeah. you're a strapping young lad of in these videos about 35. So I don't know why you're living at home, <laughs> but you show up. Something has gone terribly yeah, wrong. Yeah, you, you, you've not done well. Your dad did well. Is, his backstory is tragic. He was married. She died. And now he's now yeah. he's a widower. He's living at home, and he's yeah. miserable. Yeah. Well, you know, he comes over to help. Oh, can't get it out. They try. They fumble around, and all of a sudden, I'm just gonna lick your bus. I'm just gonna start fucking you, and you're gonna like it because you can't move. And then yeah. when your hand does pop out, well, now you're just a willing participator because yeah. it just feels good. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> There's one where this half a woman stuck in a dryer. Mm-hmm. That's what happened in there. Yeah. It's a dryer. Why'd you go half your body and just your ass out? Why does your stepson think that gives him carte blanche? <laughs> Those things just, uh, that yeah. doesn't feel, like, like, that doesn't appeal. I like the sibling ones where like, but there's so many of them. He's taking a shower and he's just watching and mm-hmm. then she's like, do you want to, do you want to suck on my soapy tits? Yeah. Like, yeah, that happens. Yeah. Stepsisters and <laughs> brothers, I'm sure, you know. <laughs> I mean, that's, but, but that sells because that's a real scenario. Yeah. Can you, I, listen, I knew a kid it was kind of like that. It was kind of a sadder story. His mom died mm. when he was young, when we were kids. Mm. I knew him then. And then his dad got remarried to another woman whose husband had died as well. Mm. So there was like shared connection of loss there. Right. And then she, so it was him and his brother, and they married this woman who had two daughters. Mm. And by, they got married when they were like juniors in high school. Mm. And they were smoking hot. I mean, it was like all the guys at the school were like, how do you do it, bro? I mean, it was like crude, dude. Like, how do you not just jack off in every, like every dad, bro? Hurry that fucking your stuff. I mean, sister, I mean, come on, bro. You live there, fucker. Like, that's not how this fucking works. We're human beings. Yeah, no, she's, she's technically like, my sister. She's my sister now. Like, by law. If not by blood, then by law. No, when you say your sister, do you mean... <laughs> oh. oh. Why? Why did it make that turn? I didn't say it. No, it just made it just made me think of Sunny. Oh. When you say your sister, oh, sister, you, you mean you mean sister? You, she's my sister. sister. That was the very first episode. <laughs> but yeah, it's like that. Not, but you can see the fantasy there. Yeah. If you were 17, 16, mm-hmm. and your dad married another woman, and her and her two daughters are eighteen and sixteen, and they're yeah. fucking smoking hot, you'd have a hard problem, literally, in your house. Along the lines of like making literal incest porn, I love the idea that there's some. Well, it's not incest porn. I know, but that's what. That's the is. thing about literal. But we can't call it literal <laughs> incest porn. Literal step parent. Yeah, because it, it's not incest Along porn. Along those same lines. I love the idea of just some dunce out there being convinced that all pizza delivery guys have huge hogs. Oh yeah, because in these videos <laughs> they drop low. And here's my oh, like like a high school porn critique hour here on TPTO. Like, hey, 
How big's your dick? Yeah. Is it pretty big? Well, they always just want to whip the dick out. The, but here's the thing. <laughs> I, I don't necessarily have a problem with that because, again. But if you were a morgue on a slab. Would it be impressive, or would, yeah. it be, would it be unimpressive? Well, it's never impressive, but it would be more than unimpressive. <laughs> no, but, like, the, everyone, every pizza delivery guy has a huge hog, mm-hmm. and for whatever reason, the pizza always comes into play. <laughs> it's like, why did he just come on that pizza? <laughs> why would you do that? Like, what? why did... Have but the pizza. That should be the, part of it. Here's the motor oil consumption. Wouldn't that kill you? No. It might. Ma- it's going to make you sick. It's not going to kill you. I mean, drinking, I, drinking, actually, I mean, if you drank... Way too much of it. Drinking (coughs) a cup of 10W30 is not going to just kill you? No. Drinking a cup of 10W30 would probably not kill you. You'd probably get sick. If you drank, you know, two gallons, Mm -hmm. you would certainly... That's grounds. Because you got to think it's got kerosene in it. So, and and then the reason he drinks it... Yeah, you know... (laughs) That in the '80s, that's what you did. Before arm wrestling competitions, you uh, you drank motor oil and you, you smoked mm. cigars while you got beat by Demi Moore's dad at, at um, arm wrestling. Probably a, a really. I'm really I'm really curious if M and P has seen this. This this looks like a film that definitely would have made it to Australia. Oh, without a doubt. And that it's gets, probably an Australian version of this contest. Oh yeah, it's much bloodier. With much shorter shorts. Yeah, and much blood. It's like a to the death. <laughs> like you don't just. It's not like the. It's like when you arm wrestle there. You don't just pin the arm and that's it. Like, you have right. to rest the arm off the... It's like a whole... Right. You take... The arm is the trophy. Right. Right. It's like, <laughs> you know, if you have a, just a whole wo- room full of decayed, emaciated arms, people know you're the champion. That being said, we did... You mentioned it earlier, the barbecue. Yeah. Where the, on the podcast, the Corolla podcast, they're talking about this as well. Even though I feel like we let out. I feel like... Yeah, we, we got, were on the front lines of this. We got the jump on the story. But and we have a man. We have an insider. We have a man on the ground in Perth. That can be on the ground. Be I mean, M&P, imagine it. Right. You go to this, what are we up to, 3,000 people saying they're going to go barbecue? I've heard that there's like 3,000 pledged to go. So I, I'm, I'm going to say this. this when, when people pledge on social media, <clears throat> I say you cut the number in about a third. Yeah. So I don't think 3,000 people are going to go. I think 3,000 people liked it and say they're going to go. But like, just do anything for a party you've ever done and look at the people that say, checked, yes, they're coming, or interested in how many actually show up. But anyways, Perth Barbecue School. There's a barbecue school in Perth. That's funny. <laughs> Love it. But... If they get a thousand, that would be incredible, and I think it would be great to have an on-site reporter. So you just get Matt out there, maybe take one, take his wife. You know, uh, you know, live reporting from down in Perth. We've got Matt M and P on the scene at the at the vegan barbecue. What's going on down there, Matt? Yeah, no. We just to be clear, we did explain the story last week, right? Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. I, the vegan was upset. Yeah, if, because if, the neighbors were doing right. what I mean. People are allowed to do. They were barbecuing in their backyard, but because her property adjoins theirs, the meat smells. And her, you know, because in her mind, you have to put yourself in that leftist crazy <laughs> ideology. In her mind, it's like she's living next to a, to a to an extermination camp because she more or less is. With the caveat, they didn't kill it; they're cooking it. Right. But to her, the smells are, are, hor- are horrific. Yeah. Because she eats smell only of smell of death, and she eats only. Um, and she, but the thing is, she's taken this. To, she's she's gone so far with this now, mm-hmm. up to like I, I imagine their second highest court, and her paper trail is so big that it's frustrating to these lawyers because she's done such good work. You know, because paperwork is all right. the legal system is. Right. 
and she's done so well with it and caused so much of a stink that they're having to address it. And now that people are like, like that says more than 24,000 people <laughs> responded to the proposed event outside her home. <laughs> it's not like it's not like she lives on a plantation where there's room for them. No, I, I think like, it's a suburb of Perth. It's like, it'd be like Roswell. It'd be uh, like Roswell to Atlanta is yeah. Perth or wherever this city is right. part of Perth. I like the police commissioner said, if people are planning to protest, please do it in a civil, orderly way. So Which I they're gonna, they're gonna go out there and what, you know, and they're gonna tailgate. Well, that and it's gonna be like, just like it would be here. They're gonna go to the extreme in the sense they'll probably bring live animals on site, slaughter live, <laughs> you know, it'd be a, just a pig slaughter live and some, you know, whatever whatever animal they want to bring out, and they'll do it right in front of her. And they'll make blood sausage out of the drained bloods from the carcasses that are hanging near the, near that. I mean, they're going to go crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't think anything's going to happen, but it would just be fun to have Matt on site so we could get a live. Yeah, Matt, it wouldn't be live. Yeah, it, but but if, to get some insight and see what this actually looked like on the ground. Yeah, Matt, if you're able and willing. And I think know, he'd he'd have a bite. Attend- Matt would be in the crowd, <laughs> enjoying attend. some barbecue. If, Matt and Perth, if you're able and willing, please attend the barbecue protest if it actually happens, mm-hmm. and we would love some. Uh, selfie video, like if you could just give us like you know a few minutes from the scene. I want some Vegemite, man. <laughs> I was putting it on toast with a lot of butter. I got used to it. I think you could get Vegemite. I know I can get yeah. it at World Market. Yeah, I can get, get I can get Tim Market. Tams there. I can't find those you little get circle. Tim Tams at Kroger now. I know I can't find those circle shaped Cheetos, but I mean, come on, Cheezles. I can have it. I'm Cheezles, but I can I can I can just have I American. I was a big fan of the. Uh, that that oatmeal cookie thing. No, oh, everything you sent was great. What was that called? I just I forgot about those, but they were really hard. What about those fruit snack things? Those were the the frogs alive. Yes, I remember the name of everything except for the one that I really liked. Huh? I can't remember the name of. Speaking of all that, we are like offensively overdue for returning something to Matt. Yeah, we got to figure that out. I actually, I, I even had a thought of something that would have yeah, been good. Because y'all, the reason we even hit the roadblock is y'all are trying to send a fucking peach varsity. Pie, which well, by the time it got there, right, would, would have a peach tree in it. It's fucking, I, we can't send that. <laughs> Claremont Lounge shirt is still definitely a go. Yeah, because I mean, he's it's just one of those ones that he, no one knows. You know, it's just Claremont Lounge shirt doesn't mean anything in Australia. Oh, I know what it was. I wonder if they have chicken and a biscuit over there. Hmm, I imagine they do. Come on, man. That can't be solely. Man. That's the most. I will say that's the most redneck cracker. Yeah, I know. There is no more. <laughs> there is no more Dixie. Country have, redneck, Southern American cracker than chicken and a biscuit. If you remember those uh, sort of octagon crackers he sent, that was basically a chicken yeah. and a biscuit, but yep. it was a different thing. Yeah. I wonder if they have chicken and a biscuit over there. I don't know. Like I know, like back in the day. Well, the thing is, they like, wouldn't think of business. Like, that's why, I I think they probably do, and I'll tell you why. Because mm-hmm. that's the only cracker, like we call cracker, right? Right. They call like in cookies and biscuits. Right. right, English call them biscuits. They wouldn't know what a biscuit here at Hardy's what the fuck that was. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They have no idea. Whereas chicken and a biscuit, that seems like that's more of the biscuit internationally than it is American. It yeah. seems like it already has a European feel to it in that they're calling it not even European, just kind of anything outside of America. They're calling it a biscuit. I want to know what a muncheroo is. That's not, I mean that. Oh, it's from a RIP to our favorite discontinued snacks page, a too. A muncheroo, that sounds Australian like the most Australian. Australian from 1993. That's What's a Milo? A Milo. What is that? Oh. The unfortunate thing here is even if Matt and Perth knows what these we can't are, get them. he can't send them. 
A Nestle Milo bar. A Milo. Muncheroo, that does sound like the most Australian of snack. You think they have Dunkaroos? It's a little flavor packed corn chip swirl that were a feature in a lunchbox of kids in the 90s. Hmm. What is a Milo bar? Did we read that one? Um, chocolate. <laughs> it doesn't say. Polly Walk. If the Polly Waffle is worthy of making a... Oh, that's a different thing. I don't know what's in a Milo bar. Quattro Biscuits? That looks something like I could get down on. Well, that just looks like... What do you call it? Turtles? Yeah. Isn't that what we call turtles here? Vice versa. Milk Mm. chocolate? Ritz Dixie Drumsticks in a Biscuit? What is that? What is this? I wonder if that's a chicken and a biscuit. Included chicken and a biscuit have been discontinued to make way for healthier options on the market. Well, you can send Matt some chicken and a biscuit then. Mm. It's no longer a thing. Well, they called theirs, what are they called? Drumsticks? Dixie? See, I told you. It's the most redneck. Even Australia <laughs> knew that well, that's a redneck you, ass snack. I told you. Ruffles? Y'all got rid of Ruffles? I wish you'd send him some all dressed. Gee, well, that's a. There we go. Now we're yeah. talking. We'll yeah. get. We'll, we'll send I, him I Canadian <laughs> Canada's finest <laughs> chip. North America. Via it's America. America. Yeah, it's all North America. I haven't been able to find it <coughs> for a while. I was what? Able, I was able to pop into any Kroger Dude, and Kroger's, get a bag of all dressed, yeah. and I've gone to three, and they don't have them. It's wow. Like it's like they're. You made a trip for all dressed. Well, there are three around me, and depending. I find on out. I just found out people don't. I, Lee doesn't like them. She's well, like, these, are, these suck. I was like, you well, don't like porn anti, either. She's so. also anti-porn. So yeah. let's see. Well, there's a lot of good snacks there. Scorched peanut. Arnott's. That's that company that made everything. They had their... That's Arnott's the, is the company that made the hard cookie I can't yeah. Yeah. The biscuit. Those are coffee make. scroll biscuits. Those look good. These look wonderful. It's yeah, like, that's it's, a shame. It's that, too bad they're not there. You know, I, was, I know that like Reese's peanut butter cups used to be a thing you couldn't get over there, and now it's they're pretty common. Mm. But like, I wonder, like, do they have Reese's sticks Have I had a Reese's stick? Oh, dude. Fucking Reese's sticks are so good. What's a Reese's stick? It's like a... um, This one, this pod has had it all. (laughs) I mean, this isn't... It's probably a good show. (laughs) You know, but man, we've done everything from porn reviews. Now we're on to redneck snacks and what they can't (laughs) get. What they can't, not can, but can't get. You ever had these? Oh, Nutty, nutty Bars. Fuck, <laughs> I grew up on Nutty Reese's Bars. Reese's Sticks are a Reese's brand Nutty Bar. It's the same concept, but it tastes like Reese's Peanut Butter Cup and not like this kind of peanut butter. Those are readily available? They sell them at, like, every gas station. Them they, Kroger's? Yeah. I'm usually. stopping. If, they, if you're telling me... I don't know if... Hold on, I'm going to stop you real quick. Mm-hmm. If you're telling me... It's a Reese's That it's a Nutty Buddy Bar... Like little like, Debbie, good like humor, Reese's. or little but little Debbie, nutty buddy bar, but, it but like done Reese's. by a massive corporation like Nestle and turned into Reese's peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Oh, because like, these don't Is, taste are they, like are they, Those are delicious though. Are those they are that good. size? No, they're they're uh, about that big. So they're they're not quite as big. They're, they're miniatures. These don't taste like Reese's peanut. See, butter. See, I grew up with a nutty. I used to eat those almost every day. Oh yeah, me too. Uh, but I. I, when it comes to little Debbie snacks, of course I steer clear of them now as much as I can. <laughs> but I am a big, a unless big, I got into the Hennessy, and then yeah, you know, it's mm, all bets are off after that. Shirley Hemp pills, <laughs> very sugary drink. But when I when I do want a little Debbie snack now, I find that uh, I, I I go for the jelly cream pie. Mm. One because the name is always funny to me, and two because they're delicious. I like an oatmeal cream pie too, but. They kind of trick you in to feel like you're eating something good because they put the word oatmeal in front of it. There you go. Oh, Sally. This has been around for a long time. I'm surprised you've never had one. Sally Quintanera. That is a... 
Holy Susie, so <laughs> the arrow, that is a live bar. <laughs> That's a lot. So you would agree that the nutty bar, while it is peanut buttery and chocolatey, it certainly does not taste like the peanut butter and chocolate. Well, nothing tastes like Reese's. This does. Do so you know. remember the Nut Rages? Oh, yeah. They I, still make them. I frequently eat <laughs> Love a Nut Rages. As an adult. Love a Nut Rages. Not a fan of the Nut Rages with the Reese's Pieces. People are, people are sneaking those into the yeah, box. I don't... I love Reese's Pieces, but they need to stand by themselves. Yeah, I don't need Reese's Pieces in my peanut butter cups. Did you ever have? Well, just because we're on a, I, I think we're both hungry. But <laughs> while, we're, while we're on the fat kid kick, <laughs> did you ever have the the Blizzard, the Reese's Pieces Blizzard? Yeah, it's one of the best they ever made. Yeah, because you see, I was always erring on the side of getting the Oreo, mm-hmm. but then that just gets kind of old. Even though I love yeah. that flavor profile, yeah. And my mom would always get the Reese's, and I was like, man, that's not. The Reese's, but the Reese's pieces. Right. Uh, I got on that. I got on board that train hard, man. So the thing I liked to do as a kid was get like a handful of Reese's pieces and a handful of original M and M's and eat them together. Because there's no chocolate in a Reese's pieces. No, there's not. It's just a. It's just hard. It's just, hard shell. It's hard shell. Sugar and peanut, and peanut butter. So it's missing the chocolate component that you associate with all other Reese's things. Mm-hmm. So a little bit of M M&M, and M, a little bit of Reese's pieces. Like, if you're doing, like, your own, build your own Sunday, you do a little bit of both. Mm. For sure. That's fucking hot. <laughs> Just went from six to midnight. Yeah, definitely <laughs> six to midnight. I want to be, like, shoving my face with these... With these Reese's I sticks. I could go for a blizzard right now. I would skip dinner and just get a blizzard. <laughs> <laughs> they make really good food there. If you've never had Dairy Queen Dairy Burger, they make a very simple, good burger. They make... Their chicken strips are actually some of the best in the game as yeah. far as... They don't... They're not ham-breading their chicken. <laughs> but it, it's that good fro- come-frozen chicken. Mm-hmm. And there's differences. Right. You can get shitty come... That sounds gross. Come-frozen. <laughs> I'm come-frozen right now. What's that mean? I'm come frozen because she keeps saying mom instead of stepmom. Because <laughs> that's my thing. As an actor, if I if I if my hog had been big enough to be a porn actor, I probably I might have tried it. I don't think I have the I don't think I have the the mentality to be a successful porn actor. Wait. But I might have tried it if the hog had been big enough. But if I get cut, if I get paid to be in a scene and I'm like, so what is this? And I like, stepmom. I'm like, all right, cool. And then you start cutting and she starts saying like the worst shit. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get mama pregnant. Don't get, like, oh, whoa, whoa, cut, 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 cut. <laughs> let's, let's, can we, can we say stepmom? Yeah. That's not in the script, bro. Oh, fuck. One of these. Yeah, yeah here he is. YOLO bro, the producer. The worst kind of porn producer. It's not in the script, bro. <laughs> She's supposed to say mom, bro. Think about. She's your mom in the movie. You know how people end up in porn, they don't really know how they got there, they just end up there? Mm. YOLO bro set out for that shit at 14. Yeah. That was his life's goal. Some people want to be professional actors or lawyers or doctors. YOLO bro had it in his mind. He would be directing the foremost pornography. Yeah, I think I'd be the rag guy for a couple of years. Yeah. Work Mop our up way up. And then I'll, you know, I'll be the boot mic guy for a while. That's when you really get to start to smell the action. Literally. Before you know it, I'm assistant AD, then I'm AD, then I'm directing. Oh, boy. And, you know. Then you start producing your own work. If Boom. I you got my own studio. If I can save up for the surgery, I could maybe even get into male mm. talent. Because you know? I really only need like that half inch they keep talking about. <laughs> I'm packing, you know, a modest six. You know, yeah. if I could get to a four. A girthy seven and a half. <laughs> I figure they take the fat out of my ass cheeks. I'll shave everything, of course. Make it look huge. 
I've, I've heard there's a... I haven't had a pube since I was 13. I've heard there's a way in through Viporn. <laughs> I'm just trying to decide if I want to go down that road. I mean, me and Terry one time. But that was, I mean... That was totally an act of dominance. That really wasn't gay sex. <laughs> point is, I can handle yeah. it. Yeah, point is. <laughs> oh, God. Yellow bro is made for you. It really is. I think, like, that's what some of the, sometimes we come up with these things. And we kind of try to project them onto us. Mm. But YOLO bro and you are <laughs> fucking made for each other. Just made for each other. Dude. What are you going to do? Get her to lick your butthole. Sh- just shut her down. And that's why Walk I away. Always keep, keep a, a bitch, bitch on deck. deck. Yeah, Banks said, he's like... He and of said, course, that was his first comment. He, he said, as you're saying Banks is loving this right now, as you're saying Banks is picturing this guy right now, he's like, I was. Yeah. I was loving you, and I was picturing all of them. Like, he's got YOLO, bro. He's been YOLO, bro. <laughs> he's Whether like, he, he's not, he isn't defined by YOLO, bro. Right. But he's had some YOLO, bro moments. He could probably step into a YOLO, bro mentality. Real to, fast. To, to assimilate with the YOLO yeah. bros. Yeah, like when he's running around at the festival with the backpack and the water and the sprinkles. <laughs> and, every, and all the, you know, whatever they throw at each other. I don't know. That's like... Dude, bro, put Gatorade and vodka in your camel back. That way you can stay hydrated, but still get fucked up. <laughs> get fucking ripped, bro. <coughs> Just over the top. Uh, bro, I heard it's not a good idea to mix Gatorade with, with alcohol, because it actually helps... It, it gets to your bloodstream too fast, and it can actually fuck you up more. Sounds like a plan to me, bro. <laughs> and hey, where's your brother? Oh, he found some girl shitting on her pants over there, bro. He's already that bister. Place went crazy. He's already that bister. He's already this bister. Two chicks since we've been here. Roll it, really? Oh, yeah, bro. It's it's rife. It's rife with bitch. Here's the funny thing. I actually slipped uh, X-Lax in her drink. I'm the one that made her shit. I kind of teed him up for that one. <laughs> he doesn't know that, though. <laughs> I alley Yeah, because he's actually shit. a decent person, YOLO, bro. <laughs> like Fuck. when we were at that house party last weekend, I'm the dude that shot the load in that girl's hair. <laughs> if it weren't for me, he wouldn't have been able to say this bitch that's coming to me. Dude, it wasn't even the guy that was fucking her. I just walked in the room and shot a load in her hair where they weren't looking. And then when he came out, I told him that it was him that fucking busted the load. Little does he know, I'm literally alley-ooping him. <laughs> every this bitch he's ever done. <laughs> God, this bitch and YOLO, bro. Just two bros. I love now the narrative of this bitch guy who thinks he's a genius and he has no idea that the YOLO, he YOLO bro behind the scenes setting yeah. up is just is uh, he's doing the dirty work. It's allowing <laughs> this man to effectively ruin people's lives for a short period of time. I wish you could have seen the real this bitch guy because I don't, and I say that because not because I have a picture to paint of him. I don't. That's the worst part of that memory. Is I just know there was this guy that came out of nowhere mm. that was not affiliated with us. Right. And this bitch just shit her pants! <laughs> and we never saw him again. Yeah. He stirred the pot. She goes darting off running diarrhea into the woods. He's gone. <laughs> We're left with the scene and we'll never know who this bitch guy really was. But he's out there, folks. If that makes you feel any better, it's like the ending to a superhero movie. We don't know where he is. He's out there, and that part makes me feel a little bit better. Yeah, let's uh, let's uh, let's put it out there. Like, if you know anybody who knows someone who maybe knows someone who would do that, who heard tale of a man, you know, calling a girl out for shitting her overalls at a music, <laughs> music midtown. Town, I want to say in at least two thousand three, like maybe two thousand four. Craigslist misconnections. <laughs> shit. Anyway. I was just talking about misconnections the other day. That is some sad reading, even to this day. <laughs> music midtown, nineteen ninety five. I was drunk. 
<laughs> you were probably drunk too. You pointed out that some sad girl accidentally shit her overalls and made us all laugh. We just want to say hey. We just want to say hey. <coughs> we want to. We have a podcast now where you're a recurring character. <laughs> we want to interview you for the podcast. This maybe bitch. Like, maybe hear of other times. Now, how crazy would we? What if like? <laughs> Just by some miracle. Yeah. We get, hey, what's up, bros? Like, we don't, no prodding. The guy, yeah, what's up, man? I was there, bro. Bitch shit everywhere, bro. Like, he sounds like that, you know? But that wasn't even the worst one. Like, 20 minutes later, like, he tells a whole new story, you know? I got down, there was Inky Stank. I don't know what they're called. It was like Stank something, Hooba, whatever. They're singing, and this bitch is sucking this dude's dick. Only he starts to piss. <laughs> like, what? What are you? Jesus! Bess was watching this bitch chug a beer, and then she started throwing up into the beer, and she was gonna keep going, and drinking puke! It was a wild weekend, bro. I don't even like music. <laughs> I just like music midtown. Large festivals, bro. Large music festival is a guaranteed lock for seeing women do a dumb, dumb shit that I in turn call them out for. Oh, God. My brother fucking loves it. <laughs> <laughs> I started going to these things just because he was going shit. Oh, God. He's only telling me about mixing Gatorade and vodka. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like uh, Yolo Bro and this kid are definitely, like, sometimes going to these wrestling events that Mick, Starlight, and Rodney Tahoe are wrestling in, like, high school gyms and shit. Mm. Like, that's what they actually like. They're not cool. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. They outwardly think they're the shit, but in, real life, in reality, they're not. And they still go to, like, high school gymnasiums to watch, like, $5 <laughs> admissions wrestling. Yeah. That with mixed starlight. Yeah. Rainbow and they enjoy matches. it. They don't even this bitch those guys. These are, like, their heroes. Yeah. But anyways. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been an interesting pod. <laughs> to say the fucking least. <laughs> Anything else happening? I know you had a trip to Boston. You like you're scrambling. Like I, went you, to, I went to Nashville. You didn't go to Boston? No, Nashville. Nashville for business. Kind of. I, I got asked to go take some photos of uh, actually Kristen's cousin just because the dude that I do suit suit work for is like, he would be a good model if he fits into the jackets. And I was like, yeah, you're right. And he lives in Nashville. That's not that far away. He's got kids my kid's age. They've never really hung out. Mm. It's, it's one of those things where I like this it worked out live so close and we've never like made the effort to go visit them and see Nashville. I've never even been to Nashville. It's like What? I was like, you know what, let's go. Like your parents are gonna have a second home up there. <laughs> they will. Uh, it was one of those things like, let's go. Like we've always said we should. It's one of those things like, oh we should have I wish you would no, I think you told me, but I don't I think I recalled it. Did y'all have any good food? I mean Nashville's great. We were literally there for less than twenty four hours. Oh okay. We drove up Saturday, we left Saturday at seven PM. I'm gonna give a shout know. out if you're if we have any listeners in Nashville. Or if you're going mm-hmm. anytime soon. I used to go up there for work uh, once every two weeks. Pretty lousy driving up there every two weeks. but Yeah, I wasn't a fan of the drive. It's, like, not, a, it's, paper, not, a, it's not a terrible drive. On paper, it's the, well, at night, having never done it, oh. I wasn't yeah. a fan. Because at some point, you're on Highway 24, and all of a sudden, you're just going uphill, and it's mm-hmm. pitch black. And it's like, does this ever end? You're talking the mountains. Yeah. I broke up. I broke down <laughs> at the top of that mountain when you get yeah. like right before Manchester, where they do yeah. Bonnaroo. Yeah. Yeah. It's not um, that. Yeah, it's it's not great, but they have a there's a there's a, one of our accounts and it's a, it's on the east side, which is kind of like their version of uh, uh, Little Five. Yeah, just kind of gritty, grimy. Yeah, it's not downtown. It's on the east side, but it's called Tower Market, and they make if you're ever up there again, it's just so worth it. They 
they make outstanding like I don't even know how you describe it. It's like a, it's a dive. Mm-hmm. It's a when you walk in there, you would feel at home. I'm not saying that to be weird, but it's just like a lot of hip tattooed, grimy working day people, a lot of like construction workers, a lot yeah. of like blue collar people but young. And they go in there to get they're famous for their breakfast and their sandwiches mm. and their burgers. But it's also a grocery store. It's like a little teeny grocery store. They just happen to have a grill in the back and they do really good deli, really good burgers, really good breakfast. Mm. But they got some that I used to get it every time. The East Nasty. That's what it's called. The East Nashville. East Nasty, they called it. And it was a, bre- a really thin um, chicken, like breast or cutlet, really cut thin, and then lightly breaded. So it's fried, and then they would put um, pepper jack cheese, bacon, and this homemade aioli with mm. fresh jalapenos mm. onto a, f- like, a literally, like, just made that morning fresh brioche that mm. they just grilled with butter. I mean, it was like, crazy yeah. and I would always I would always design my route because back then I was doing everything I was doing sales I was doing sales ops and delivering so I'd always do, design my Nashville route to end there mm. it didn't matter what time if I got done early at like one or two you still have four hours back to Atlanta right usually I was ending at like six or seven and still having four hours back to Atlanta so yeah. I'd, I'd always end it at tower and get you know two and it, it depended too because I'd be like I'm trying to get through the day so fast I wouldn't eat right you know I wouldn't stop for anything so I, by the time I got there, I was, like, fucking famished. Mm-hmm. So I'd usually get, like, two sandwiches. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I had four hours, you know? Right. And I was like, I'm going to eat this easy nasty, and then I'm going to get hungry around fucking Dalton, and I don't want to stop at a fucking McDonald's. Yeah, that's You know what, what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. So I was like, I got, I got one East Nasty and a Chicken Philly a lot. That was, like, my road meals. We did get to eat at a, br- at a brunch place called Frothy Monkey, which was pretty mm-hmm. good. No, yeah, I don't know that one. It wasn't bad, but... The, the whole point of the trip was, I'm going to go make use of Kristen's cousin who's willing to do this suit modeling, mm-hmm. and then Kristen and his wife and the kids are going to play. So, like, we got into Nashville at, like, 1030 their time. He came pick me up. He's like, I'll take you down to where everybody is. We'll go to Printer's Alley and Broadway where all the bars are. And then we walked down, around down there. I took some photos of some of the bar we went into. He's like, I'm going to take you to the one bar on Broadway where you won't hear modern pop country mm-hmm. they still only do the old school you know george jones hank williams senior Wayland, stuff yeah. yeah and it was a cool bar took some photos in there uh got a beer and then we went back to printer's alley did some more photos but by the time we were done it was like 2 a.m and it was just the two of us and i'm dog tired been driving all day you know and i'm getting that weird in weird in between where i drank a shitload of coffee but it's also one in the morning, mm-hmm. so it's like I'm like. Yeah, the girls with you? Yeah, but, oh, man, but they so were the, risky. They were at the hotel. Oh, they didn't go out with us. Okay, he and I went out alone. Point is, I didn't. <coughs> I didn't get back to the hotel till like two two thirty, and then because everything's off, I'm up at like seven. So like no sleep, and then we go do some daytime shit. We eat frothy monkey. We take some daytime photos. Let the girls play with his kids at his house, and then we hit the road. Like there was no. Wasn't really time to really take in Nashville because we had to be back by eight or nine our time because Adelaide's got school on Monday. Mm. Can't just like make a whole second night out of it. Is she still um, apprehensive about her school? She likes her school or she, she likes makes it. her nervous still or whatever no, that no, first day? No, she's all about it. She's like, she's ready to get out the door. Her friends are waiting on her. Mm. That's what she likes to say. That's nice. She's got this kid. I'm going to throw some shade at this kid. Uh-oh. I haven't seen him in person. But, you know, the funny, the funniest thing about her being in kindergarten and everybody with kids has or will experience this, they're very blunt with, with their, their descriptions. Like, after her first or second week of school, she's coming home and she's telling me about uh, Nigel and Weston and Lillian. Wow, and there's some really 
Douchebag kids in this kid. <laughs> well, hold on. And Germany and Rose and Adrian. She's uh, these are Germany. All, these are all well. Okay. That'll make sense in a second. All right. And apologies to the woke crowd. I was like, describe some of your friends to me. Like, what do they look like? What you know? Are they boys? Are they girls? And she says, Germany and Adrian and Nigel are brown. <laughs> like. Okay, now the Germany's making sense. <laughs> it's like, I, I, why? Why is that making sense? I could see. Well, I eventually so when I was a little black club, kid named Germany. It's a little black girl named Germany spelled with an I. It's like right. Germani right, right. or Germ. Well, that's Germany. Germany. It's that's like, a, it's. I remember Carmangelo over here. Carmangelo. Lamangelo. Lamangelo. I remember distinctly when I was in fifth grade. I came, I came home. It's the middle of the fifth grade year. Mom's asked me how class was, and I said, there's a new girl in our class. And she goes, oh, really? What's your name? I said, Sharika. She goes, oh, it's a black girl. And I was like, how did you know that? Mm. At fifth grade, I just completely went over my head that there are specific-sounding names that could be a clear giveaway as to what ethnicity that person is. Right. Anyways. <laughs> I'm not touching this one. Anyways, she and Adrian apparently are best buds, and I actually saw him uh, when we went to like an open house thing. He's a cute kid, and apparently they play together a lot. But she starts telling me about Nigel. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Nigel is silly. I'm like, all right. And she's like, Nigel doesn't eat his lunch. I'm like, okay. Nigel doesn't eat his snack. Okay. Nigel breaks things a lot. I'm like, all right, Nigel's not shaking up to sound like a very good kid. And she's like, Nigel sits next to me at my table. I was like, oh, God damn it. You know? <laughs> and like every day she comes home, she's telling us about something that Nigel did. And it never sounds positive. And I'm like, and poor like Adelaide is sitting, like, this is her table buddy. And then on Thursday or Friday last week, she, I was like, did you get to eat your snack today? And she said, no. Nigel tried to open it, and then he got mad, and he smashed it. I was like, Nigel smashed your brownies? She's like, yeah, because he was mad. It's like, this kid sounded shitty. Now he definitely (coughs) He smashed your daughter's brownie. Now he definitely is a shitty kid. And then I said, well, did your teacher do anything? She's like, yeah, she made him move to another table because he, after he hit me, I was like, all right, yeah, Nigel's officially a piece of shit. I don't know what this kid looks like, but he, I'm definitely going to trip him <laughs> at the first recess opportunity I get. Just a hard one, too. Just, like, blunt and just kick to the head like, or to the foot. Like, she's... <coughs> descriptively, she doesn't know how to describe a kid, but, like, silly, messy, breaks things. Abusive. I was like, all right, I'm, you're painting a picture of what, of what sounds like... <laughs> It sounds like a shitty little boy. Like, yeah. I don't care what, what his race or ethnicity is. It sounds like a shitty little boy mm. kid. Yeah. And then one, like, yeah, like, Nigel tried to open my brownies for me, and then he got mad, so he smashed them. I was like, oh, that's a weird, there's a weird mix of behavior there. He's trying to help you, but then he ruins it. Right. And then hits you in the process and gets moved to another table. Mm. I was like, little bastard. I, was like I want to know more about what happens with this kid, because if this becomes a regular thing, I'm going to have to call a teacher and be like, hey, can you make that kid sickness to somebody else's daughter for a couple of weeks? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be great at this. You're, the teacher's going to love you. Like uh, my. You have to let him go through it, though, man. Yeah. You really do. Like well, I've told you, my yeah. I only got bullied once. Yeah. I didn't understand it. I didn't get it. I was frustrated by it. It yeah. hurt. I didn't yeah. like getting kicked in the back of the leg or punched in the arm or back of the neck slapped in the, I mean it was a, and then one day after a few weeks I decided enough was enough but I don't, I know that like not every kid's going to do that not every kid's going right. to take their you know their their stand as it were well, yeah, no, and they're not going to have the moment like I that's the only time in my schooling life that I had any any moment that ever comes close to what they put on film right you know what I'm saying like high school movie where the guy that's getting bullied knocks out his bully in front of the entire 
middle school lunchroom, right. who then the nearest table is the popular girls, swear to God, who start chanting my name. <laughs> I mean, that's like high school musical shit. Right. That's never, I, I, I can't make it up. And he's looking up at me like, what the fuck? I was like, "Yeah, you bitch." Now I'm being, I'm hearing my name chanted, so I'm getting, ooh, ooh, like, you know. It's the wrong name. Yeah, Weston. Weston. West. No, no, no. Austin. Who? Who's this kid? I don't know, but he just. My name's Weston. <laughs> Weston. Weston. <laughs> yeah, just kidding. Rest of my high school life, or, or senior prom king, Weston Moran. Yeah, hey, that's me. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not really. But I'll take it. Unpopular, but not really. Yeah, that was it. I was, I'll never forget it. I was standing in line to get my 50-cent chocolate eclair. Mm. That was, it was, I rotated days. I would go, because they were 50 cents, and I never had $2 for the Chipwich, yeah. the very expensive treat. Well, so I'd have 50 cents, and I would uh, I would alternate strawberry shortcake and, and chocolate eclair day to day. I was very particular about this thing, man. I had to eat it a certain way. Some days, that's all I had for lunch. Think about, like, back then before Michelle Obama. We were eating, like, shit. I mean, just shit. The school food was so bad. I was just saying, tasty, uh, but bad. I think it was Brian. I was just saying, like, I loved high school lunch. No, oh, I did, too. It was tasty and awful. Yeah. But it was just... Because at Roswell, you had the... Oh, that's right, y'all. At Roswell, you had, you had two lines. You mm-hmm. had the... Two dollar, you know, lunch line where you just get a tray of whatever slop they're they're doing. <laughs> the spe- yeah, whatever they've it's featured. Chicken nuggets, mashed potatoes, and a sad roll. And it, it was always the green, <laughs> it was always the carrot green pea mix. Yeah, or that. Or you could go to the a la carte line. Mm-hmm. This was the more popular of chicken the nuggets. This was actually chicken two. strips, chicken strips, pizza, real chicken strips, yeah. miniature pizzas, bean burritos, salsa, mozzarella sticks. Yeah. You name it, like. Yeah. Huge tubs of French fries, and they have that orange Zaxby seasoning salt on the counter yeah, for salt. you yeah. to do yourself. You just fucking drown your fries in that mm-hmm. shit. Pumps of ketchup. <laughs> you know, you get to the end of the line, like, give me a Gatorade and a bag of cookies. Oh, it wasn't special. a Gatorade. It probably wasn't even Gatorade. It was probably one of the, the, the healthy. When they rolled this machine into our fridge, I still remember the reaction. Like, people thought it was a fucking coup of the century. We got a Fruitopia vending machine. Oh, uh, we had Gatorade. You remember, well, we were in a lower class neighborhood. So that... Fruitopia. Fruitopia. It's if, got fruit in it. If you... It, if they tried to release that now, they'd get sued. <laughs> they would. Because it, everything about it, everything on the label, yeah. everything with the, you know, all of it, mm. just said Fruitopia. Fruit. Fruit, right. fruit, fruit. Fruit, fruit, fruit. Look at the fucking ingredients on that shit. It was 60 some odd degrees, grams of sugar in each one of those Yellow things. Yellow number six. Yellow number six. Well, we had Something line, extract. Polyhabitibolate. You had like the sound <coughs> bottled water, obviously milk cartons, and you had Gatorades. They, they didn't do soda. That was the line. So I'd get a Gatorade, and then like the special uh, education kids, they baked cookies every day, and you could buy those. Mm-hmm. A little bit of an exploitation there. <laughs> well, all right, kids, we need another batch. <laughs> my fingers hurt. What was that? <laughs> I said my fingers hurt. We used to. Well, think your back's that. gonna be hurting too, cause <laughs> we used to think that as well, and then we found out that that was part of their. We're trying to get them to live independently. No, I understand the value of it, but I'm just saying, where was the money going? Did the money from the cookies go directly to support special needs, or did it? Did it just simply? You sell enough cookies, you buy more helmets. It just seems like I see a lot of kids, and I'm not saying this just because we're talking about it, but I, I, it seems like a lot of times there's like always a thief in the lunch lady crowd. I see a lot of stories about this. Like mm-hmm. a woman that had worked at a local cafeteria, at a high school cafeteria for like 28 years, they found out that 
there the entirety of that time. She'd been skimming just like little bits of basically the milk money, just kind of like right. a joke, but yeah. skimming over time to the like excess of like $240,000 over a 22 year career. I was like, damn, that would suck to put that kind of dedication into something, yeah. that kind of theft where it's just a little at a time, yeah. a little at a time. You finally get this nest egg after 20, and then you go to retire. And someone does, I don't know, some kind of re- accounting. Mm. I, I, and they find a quarter of a million dollars you stole after all that. <laughs> and now you're going to jail. Yeah. You've done the work. You've been patient for a quarter of a century. Yeah. And now you're going to jail. Mm. the breaks. Oh. I think we should wrap it. All right. I'm, uh, he looks like you're fading over there. I'm hungry. I'm tired. I'm a mixture of things. Well, I can, I can live with that. WFUCK! Two hours. The band! 97.5! <laughs> no music today. We're just going to watch the last man chuck these old loads. Oh, God. i got to finish this. This is bad. <laughs> All right. Holla! <laughs>